You know the way to perform this election would have been to do it on Neil's show. Neil's already a, doing it. Neil gets a great turnout in his polls. Oh, there you are. 95 votes. You got 95 votes? 86 yes, 9 no. That's a pretty good percentage. <laughs> yeah. That, that's enough for the governor to overturn it. Yeah. I got news for you. The governor, he shot himself in the foot when he came down and opened up a big mouth. That was like the, uh, it inspired a lot of people who had no interest. So. I agree. And it really pissed everybody off, you yeah. know? I, All of a sudden, I, he was the governor of Dayton Broward for a couple of days. Go yeah. back up there to Tallahassee with your crack-addicted uh, daughter there and take care of business, okay, with your dysfunctional family and your smuggling wife. Some guy called in earlier and said that he got a, he got about ten phone calls last night at home, and it was a recording playing the governor. And I said, well, why don't you go up there around dinner time and, you know, knock on the governor's mansion and tell him you're there for dinner with, his, with your good friend, the governor, and... Well, sorry, we, uh, the daughter won't be available for dinner. She's upstairs. She's not hungry anymore. And, uh, oh, yeah, the wife is, uh, I heard oh, where did you get these dishes for? Did you smuggle them in from Spain? Anyway, here's the statistics on America's best and worst cities for crime. Guess what's the w- third worst city for crime? Third worst city for crime? In America. Latest yeah. uh, FBI statistics begins with an M and ends in an I. Oh, yeah, couldn't be Miami, could it? It's it's back to third. I thought we yeah. were doing a great job fighting crime, according to our governor. Third worst in the country is Miami, and they're talking about crime coming in. You know, it, it, it's so idiotic. You know what? When people start using the scare tactics, you know what that tells you? And yeah, they're, like, they're scared. That tells you they're, they're desperate. Yep. They're, they're, they have nothing else left. Well, that's always been... The argument that they pull out of the bag when they're when the anti-casino step oh, up. Oh, it's going to bring in crime. Yeah. I don't see any crime at Woodbine. I don't see any crime at Gulfstream or Pompano Park or at Highlight or at the, the dog track. Who the hell knows what these people uh, are talking about? At Gulfstream, they're doing their best to kill racing, but other than that, well, there's no crime. crime. Yeah. So I won't be there this afternoon, I can tell you that. You will yeah. not be at Gulfstream this afternoon? Why is that? Closed. Oh, that's <laughs> a good reason. Yeah, but I bet you they got simulcasting. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm you not sure to Pompano that. Park this afternoon and uh, do simulcasting. We had a, uh, almost a record for free spaghetti dinners last night on a Monday night at Pompano Park. The crowds are starting to come back. I think the anti-people, what they've done is they've generated so much publicity for the paramutuals now that even before this thing passes, which it will today, uh, a lot of people are starting to come back. Uh, they're, they're not going to Gulfstream. But the Gulfstream is, you know, Tent City right now. Yeah. I mean, on Saturday, they had a tremendous car. They had 8,400 people there. Yeah. Well, that's not real good for Saturday. I understand, the but they're uh, rebuilding. Wait till you see March. the palace that they're going to build with the uh, with the uh, slots in it. Yeah. If it it'll passes, be palatial. So. They'll have people there all over the place. Yeah, it'll be... Uh... And then the same old tired argument that we had 20 years ago. Oh, there's going to be too much traffic. All this other crap, there's going to be too much traffic. I'm so sick and tired of the same, like Mara Gulanti in Hollywood. The same old tired trolls, you know. Well, it will be arguments. a little tough to get from... Where just before Gulfstream is to just pass Hollywood Greyhound track. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my suggestion is go to Pompano Park. It's not near either one of them. Yeah, I'm already driving to Palm Beach. Yeah, I might as well stop off at Pompano Park. Of course. But uh, Palm Beach has horse simulcasting, and you can't do that at Pompano until after 6 at night. Yeah. Well, that's right. They can't carry Gulfstream, right? No. Well, there's a 100-mile rule. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm driving to Palm Beach on Sundays, which is a nice facility. But I like Pompano. I spent a couple of evenings there with you. Yeah. 
And won. And enjoyed. Cashed a few tickets. Yeah, thanks to you. You gave me a couple of winners. Yeah. Can't knock that. Don't start with a track now, man. It'll be the end of my audience. <laughs> All right. The only is... thing worse than that would be hockey talk. Let's get Rimmer on with some hockey talk. Oh! Not hockey? See, you were saying that, uh, you know, it's bad that there's a small turnout. Actually, it's good. You think it's better that there's a small turnout? Yeah, because that means that these fundamentalists can't be bothered with this. They just don't, aren't motivated. Yeah, because the they're pretty the well organized. coming out, everybody that I'm talking to, they're all the pro people. They're all voting yes. Well, all the people who called in today were voting yes. Well, there you go. And the, and the last guy that called you there, I heard that last call about uh, the rest of the state. This, all these years, we've been battling to take control of our own destiny. And even in November, this thing passed. It was really close. It was overwhelming in Dade Broward and Palm Beach. But we had to overcome the negatives of the rest of the state, all the Bible thumpers. So now we finally got them off our backs. And the people in Dade and Broward have got their own destiny in their hands. So they've got to be foolish not to vote yes. See, that's, the, that's why I'm... Uh, so one of the reasons I'm strongly behind this is because I'm tired of people telling us what to do. Right. Let's go out and do what we want well, to do for a change. you've got two states. Everybody knows that. You've got South Florida and you've got the rest of the state. Not that we don't have a few rednecks uh, by us, but generally speaking, uh, we're like big city slickers compared to the rest of this Yahoo state. So let them, uh, you know, let them rot in hell. But in, in addition to which, stop and think about it. Back in November... Here's the rest of the state. They still stand to get a, a piece of the pie, okay, for education. And they're such a bunch of Bible-thumping hypocrites that they still vote against it because, well, it's gambling and you know, all that other bull crap, as if they don't have gambling in Tampa and in Jacksonville and all over the state. Yeah. The governor says it's immoral. Yeah. No, he's immoral. And so is his lottery man. Talk about a good bet. Oh, that's immoral. Yeah. Amen. Well, I would try not to lose too much today. Yeah, give it a good shot. And don't go to Gulfstream because it's dead as a doornail there today. Yep. Stop off at Pompano Park. I'm going to do something productive today. Maybe some of those old trolls left some of that free spaghetti dinner some leftovers last night. I must. <laughs> maybe some of them left their teeth in a glass before they left. Oh, I saw that yesterday. I, I was talking about this earlier. I was in an aventure at a place having lunch yesterday. Oh, and there were these, yeah, exactly. And these two guys are walking around table to table. Guy's running for mayor of Aventura. Mm -hmm. And he made the mistake of stopping by my table while I was in the middle of eating. <laughs> bad move. Very bad move. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, you if you, you want to solicit, go outside and solicit. Right. Get away from me. Isidore. But all those blue hairs in there were eating it, uh, were eating it up. And their oh, lunch, too. Mm -hmm. So. Maybe they got a discount. For lunch, <laughs> they don't have they, they don't have early bird lunches, do they? And it's something to think about. Yeah, because I'm off at ten <laughs> or ten oh four. Enough of the losing and enough of the eating, okay? Yes, sir. That's my suggestion to you. Keep in mind our good friend Fat Rich, okay? Keep that in mind. Next, I had a sandwich yesterday with no bread. Yeah, well that's good. That's a good start. Yep. Just think of Fat Rich. I uh, right now just thinking about being well. And being productive. Yeah. And Think about Greg Reed. That'll make you lose and, your appetite. And not losing too much. Think about Greg Reed and this latest trend that just came out. That'll make you lose your appetite for a long time. It worked for me. Good idea. I just want to get on my hands and knees and puke forever. Well, we just, you know, it's like I said yesterday. It's in a horse race. You know, the gate opens. You open up a 10-lane lead. And then all of a sudden, there's a quarter mile left to go. And they say, oh, guess what? you got to go back to the start again. That's what he keeps doing to us. Thanks a lot, Greg. You idiot. You simpleton, you. Go out and vote, everybody. Have a great day, Hank, and don't uh, too much. Yeah, I got you. Eat, lose, whatever.
This is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. You've seen films about the Irish Mafia and the Russian Mafia. Now meet the Amish Mafia in Martin Scorsese's Gangs of Pennsylvania Dutch Country. Hezekiah, hi. Thou hast a fine-looking milk cow. Yes. It would be a shame if something perchance to happen to it. Uh, are these suggesting I pay thee protection? Ah, but a thing is... Gangs of Pennsylvania Dutch Country. It's filled with excitement, but no electricity. Thou art late on thy interest payments, and I regret that I must break at thy knees with this butter churn. Hast thou forgotten it is a sin to collect on the Sabbath? I beseech thee. Oh, uh, forgive it, my blasphemy. I shall break it thy knees on the morrow. Don't miss the barn-raising suspense of gangs of Pennsylvania Dutch country. Put aside thy carpentry, for I cometh to whack thee. Martin Scorsese's Gangs of Pennsylvania Dutch Country, where made guys aren't just made, they're crafted by hand. It's 10.07 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. It's uh, Election Day, baby. Get out there and vote yes yeah. numerous times. If you're against the uh, slot machine, you can still go and vote, but your day to vote is tomorrow. All the no people vote tomorrow. Right. I noticed that we still, speaking of uh, people a little bit behind the eight ball, we still got that Mia's picture from yesterday on the beaded curtain. It's supposed to be Tracy Bingham from uh, Baywatch. She'll be on her right. eventually. When Fat Eric puts it on a salami sandwich and gets around to doing it. Have you noticed that, that she's still on there? I didn't notice, but... That I real Parshane that you had on there yesterday, whatever her name was, she was really uh, weak. Weak. He had stepped out when I called. He had stepped out? What is that? Oh, for some of those breakfast like cross a... sandwiches from B, from BK, no doubt, huh? An emergency or something. Oh, give me a break. An emergency, my fat ass. Or anyway, his. here's the poll result from yesterday. Can WQM recover from Greg Reed's latest blunders, or are we doomed? Here's the result. Don't care. I only listen to Neil. 750, 53%. Well, thank you so much. But that, you know, that's nice, but uh, we'd like to do a little bit better than that. You see what I'm saying? Yes, we would. We'd like to spread it around a little bit. No, you've jerked the audience around too much. You are doomed. 213 said we're doomed. The stern business was the end for Greg, 140. Yes, I love the new lineup, 139. Well, not that uh, assuring. Waxy will destroy you guys, 79 said that. Waxy's going to destroy. I got news for you. Waxy couldn't destroy themselves. They got Joe Rose, period. That's it. They got the little dog over there. That's uh, the beginning, the end, the middle, uh, everything. That's all they got. And a bunch of losers. Greg is a genius. <laughs> oh, yeah. A genius. Every genius I ever heard of in my life walks around going like that all the time with his uh, you know, hand in that hole in his head. Sixty people said that, which means Matty Bell and uh, the Water Nuts, he voted 30 times. And the horseshoe and four-leaf clover must have fallen out of Greg's Rectum. ass. 38 said that. Out of over 1,400 votes. That was yesterday's poll. Today, of course, we're doing our own little election poll on the uh, it's election day. And let me say it again. I mean, you know, you're going to do whatever you want anyway. I'm not going to motivate anybody. Nothing I can do. I can't drag you physically. But the fact of the matter is this is one of the very few times in history that the people of South Florida have their own fate in their own hands as opposed to being like stepchildren. Everybody used to say to me years ago when a casino thing was on a ballot, and, of course, this is not for full casinos. It's just for slots at the fair mutuals. But they used to say, well, how come oh, Dayton Broward can't vote on it uh, by themselves? And because it requires a change in the state constitution, so it had to pass statewide. Well, we didn't have a Chinaman's chance in hell. And I know that the last time the casino issue was on a ballot, it passed in Dayton and in Broward. But the rest of the state, no way, Jose, because the rest of the state are a bunch of Bible-thumping, backwood, Neanderthal rednecks who make the people in deliverance look like uh, city slickers, okay? 
Let's face it, if you ever traveled around the state of Florida, I mean, you understand what it's all about. From Tuag to Panama City to Tallahassee to Pensacola to Jacksonville to uh, Fort Pierce to Vero Beach. Yeah, they're all picking it, and we're not just talking about the banjo either. God. So deliver us from the rest of the state. Here's a chance, uh, you know, to do something. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, because, you know, I was saying to Hank, uh, let's not talk about racing, because there aren't that many people who care about it, unfortunately, anymore. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. What it's going to do for the horse industry alone, forget about the other ones, but what it's going to do for that just by itself is so dramatic in terms of the quality of racing, which brings a lot more people out and the purses and everything else. And the revenue, forgetting just about the uh, slot part of it, the revenue that the state draws in from that. So when the fat-ass governor comes to town and starts bad-mouthing about, well, nobody goes anymore, anyhow, he's talking against his own partners. I wonder what Michael Corleone would have thought about that or Hyman Roth. Huh? They would have taken a dim view of a governor, a fat-ass governor who talks such trash, okay? There's supposed to be a partnership between the prayer mutuals and the state where they suck off a certain percentage, siphon it off. And in the meantime, he's out there working against it. So just from that standpoint, it'll be phenomenal. And, of course, the money for education and the thousands of jobs it's going to create, plus a little, uh, another move in the right direction, making it a living and breathing place. So you don't have to go out there and subsidize Mickey Harrison and the other grave robbers if you want to have a little bit of action and play a little bit of slots or whatever. You can actually go right to your, uh, your local track, whatever is nearest by you. And I'll say it again, that business about, oh, it's going to bring in crime. Miami, the third worst city in America for crime. The third worst. The first two worst being Tucson, Arizona, and Memphis, Tennessee. Miami's third. West Palm Boca, by the way, is number 11. They're in the mix. Because they, boy, do I hate that expression, in the mix. Don't you hate that? What do, what do the Irish have to do with this? Oh, you know, forget about them being cute. Yeah, I'm saying these expressions, man. Of course. Quit being cute. Although, in your case. I know. 215 votes on today's poll. Here's the deal. we got Terry Bingham. Is she on there yet? Tracy, no. I don't care what her name is. Uh, let's see. We still have that same uh, bitch. Oh, look at that. There's that same Mia's broad from yesterday. Boy, she is grotesque. She's got a Paris Hilton nose and the rest of her. Her boobies are fine. I don't think probably real. That couldn't possibly be real with a body like that. I don't know. That's you look at that was. and you say, is real? Huh? But anyway, she's still on there. So we'll get to Tracy Bingham and her bio and everything once we get around there. Is he going to come back, or has he got some like, major emergency, like his uh, liver just fell out? No, he's got huh? a couple kids. He had to uh, run out. I think it had something to do with that. Huh. No comment. Anyway, here's today's poll. How did you or will you vote on today's slot machine referendum? Pretty clean, this poll. Doesn't need any additions. Doesn't need any revisions. Doesn't need any building. Got it? No poll building, because poll building is boring. We know that. Just like most of your calls, it's boring. How did you or will you vote on today's slot machine referendum? So far we got yes, 131. We have 224 votes. Yes, 131. Can't vote, 40. Don't give a Schmidt, 31. No, 14. Won't vote, 8. So yes, 131. No, 14. Just like in November, if they would have let the Neil Rogers audience vote, then we'd get some damn things done in this sure. state and in this town. But no, you got a bunch of Neanderthals out there. Like that one fax we had yesterday. Remember from the 20-year mm. Neely? Right. He said oh, another one. Making up excuses, making up stories, not having any idea what they're talking about. Oh, and it's not going to do anything for racing. Are you right? Mm -hmm. <sighs> Boy, 10-14, Look at this. Time's getting away from us. You know what? If we can just Good. do those crossovers with Hank a little bit longer, we can be just like when Stern was on. We can start about eleven thirty every day. The main man, Anthony Caliendo at Acceptance Capital Mortgage, knows that paying off your credit cards, lowering your debt, cutting your mortgage payments, pulling out cash, investing in real estate are on the top of your lists. Unlike new copy, which is certainly not near the top of any of our salespeople's lists. Now, Florida is one of the hottest real estate markets in the country, so it just doesn't make sense to keep so much equity tied up in your house or pay those outrageous high interest rates. 
The main man this year is partnering with Kids in Distress, helping abused and neglected children in South Florida for 25 years. This year, his staff is donating a portion of their commission on every closed loan for this worthy cause. With six kids of his own, the main man knows how important being a parent is. Call the main man toll-free at 1-888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. Or go to themainman.com and fill out your application right online if you like. No matter what your situation is, he'll find a solution for you and get the deal done. Forget about calling anybody else in the mortgage business. If you want the best deal all the way around, call the main man, whose motto is, Coffee is for Closers. 1-888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. You are listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560 QAM. No, Neil Rogers got the station that delivers presents a deliverance weekend all weekend long. You can qualify by winning video cassettes of the movie Deliverance. We require that you listen to the radio all weekend long. The grand prize winner will be flown to Dalton, Georgia for a canoe trip for two down the Kahunawasi River, including accommodations in beautiful land trees. It's easy to win. Now let's you just drop them back. Just take them right off. They're painted. Take them off. Simply be the tenth caller every time you hear Ned Bay. He's squealing like a pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Deliverance Weekend. All weekend long. From a station that gets you where it hurts. Q95. 1018 at 560. That's Florida for you, baby, right there. That sums up in a nutshell. So I guess we're still going to have that Mias brought on there from yesterday all day, unless Eric gets his family situation no, straightened out there. Because Josh Cordes, unfortunately, doesn't have the power. He doesn't have the power of Christ or the ability to put that on there and make the switch. Slowly but surely, we're, like, enabling uh, Josh to be able to do some of these things. But Eric doesn't want to, like, let go. You know what I'm saying? He, like, uh, just wants to keep his uh, finger in it. So he just returned. Did he get his uh, situation straightened out there? Did he get the food back from the kids? As far as I know. Rumor I'm hearing is that the kids ran off with that big sack of breakfast food that he got from BK. But that's, you know, just a rumor. 257 votes on the poll already. Let's get 80 million votes on here today, but more important, let's get them out of the polls where they really count. We got yes, 149, no, 15. The other ones we don't care, you know, about we don't give a crap and all this other stuff. Here's one of my favorite stories in a long time from San Luis Obispo, California. A new county law aims to keep readers from reeking. Libraries in San Luis Obispo County have had their own rules banning offensive body odors since 1994, but the policy became law after the Board of Supervisors last month adopted an ordinance that lets authorities kick out malodorous guests. Visitors to 14 libraries in a bookmobile also could be asked to leave for fighting, eating, drinking, sleeping, playing games, or printing or viewing illegal materials on library computers. The point is to make the library a comfortable, safe place for everyone to use, said Mo McGee. Mo, how are you doing, Mo? Assistant Director of the San Luis Obispo City County Library. A strict code of conduct, officials argue, is needed to ensure one, one patron's rights to use a public library doesn't infringe on the rights of another. Yet the law can raise tough questions for librarians, said Irene Marcia, Santa Barbara's library services manager. What is bad odor, Marcia asked, a woman who wears a strong perfume, a person who had a garlicky meal, maybe somebody from India who smells like kid curry all the time. Huh? That's a good question. Believe me, it's like, uh, what was it Warren Berger said? I don't know, uh, I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it, which, of course, was kind of idiotic. Right. But right. I can't define a bad odor, but I know it when I smell it. Right? Got it? Right. When, when somebody stinks, believe you me. Like the crow, for example. The crow with that uh, 45 pounds of cashmere bouquet that he uh, douses himself in. 
Steve Wolf from Pompano Park faxes this morning. He says, just wanted you to know that last night's Pompano Park, we gave away 286 free spaghetti dinners. It was our second best free spaghetti dinner night. The record in January was set at 306, so we were just 20 short of the all-time record. And I guarantee you we could have beaten it if we'd have had the right piece of copy yesterday. Remember I had to like, kind of add that in there as an afterthought myself? Right. Because Steve, uh, you know, this is his attempt to try to cover up his own tracks. Pretty weak, Steve. Anyway, uh, we still did a good job. Better yet was the lady who called up because she just bought a case of Diet Pepsi and saw our free program coupon in the back of the can. She asked if they could bring in the can, get a free program, and a free spaghetti. <laughs> and we told her, okay, and she came in with nine of her friends. Okay. All right. Talk about cheap, huh? Probably from Winmore. Attendance last night at Pompano Park, 1955, nearly 250 more people last year on the same day. See, I'm telling you, all the publicity is bringing some people back. And once we get all the big bucks in there from the uh, slots, that's going to help raise the purse money gigantic, which will increase the quality of the racing dramatically and start revitalizing a very important industry for the whole state. Governor Fadass, hate to break the news to you, whether he likes it or not. Okay, here's a fax that says, I'm sucking up. I've listened to you and enjoyed your show for seven, what is that, seven or eight years? Or does that say 78 years? Enjoy your website, but, but, have never read any article that was somewhat pro-Israel, anything pertaining to Israel. It's always anti and detrimental. Who selects these commentaries? George? No, I do. Would appreciate a reply. A loyal fan? No, I pick them. George picks them when I'm on vacation, but 95% of the time when I'm around, I pick the stories out, and they're all accurate, and they're all my opinion, okay? So, coxahoys. Now, here's another one. Oh, no, I'm not, no, I'm not reading any more of those. All right. Former listener. Oh, leave it up to you. Huh? No, 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 no more. You had your moment in the sunshine again, Greg. Get lost. Starting in once again. We're turning the, uh, we're giving the uh, mantle over to, uh, yeah, get lost. Go get a life. See, once you open the door, just a little tiny crack, man, then all of a sudden you got a real crack problem. You know what I mean? Crack, though. That's it. Like a dike. No, not necessarily. Don't bring Janet Reno up, okay? She ain't running this time. 275 votes. Come on, let's get going on here for crying out loud. Let's wake up this sleepy-ass town. Man, you people are in a coma. No wonder Terry Schiavo is the big story in Florida, huh? Just take a look at her. She's like emblematic of what's wrong with the whole state. They can relate. They're all in a coma. They all got that feeding tube. They're just like Hank was talking about going to the, uh, wherever he was eating yesterday, his breadless sandwich in Aventura with all those old Jews. Oh, that's right. That guy that just sent me the facts about Israel. if If you love Israel so much, go there, okay? I understand they got some real great meat. Go get yourself a cheeseburger on the West Bank. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. I hope that these calls today are almost as good as the ones we had yesterday, because they were scintillating, man. Weren't they pretty good? Spectacular. How are we doing? We got uh, what's your name up there on the beaded curtain yet? Because that's the thing yes. that most of our heavy breathing uh, desperados out there on the website. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Now, let me take a puke at it. Oh, look at the size of those things. Look at that. We didn't spell her name right, but that's okay. It's spelled with an R. Huh? It's radio. We're just approximating. <laughs> I see. It's spelled with a... <laughs> but who cares Whatever. when you look at all that goods? Tracy Bingham. Who the hell is Tracy Bingham, you might ask? Well, I got her uh, stuff here. I got her goods. She was born January 13th, 1968 in Cambridge, Massachusetts. How do you like that? That makes her 32 and 4, 5, 37. Uh, 36, 22, 32, her measurements... The source of that celebrity sleuth magazine. They've been sleuthing it. They're not real, by the way. <clears throat> Are they? No. Well, no. No. Here's her filmography. Laundry Bowl, Beach Movie, Malabooty, More Mercy, Battlebots, Strip Mall, The Private Public, Dream Team, Foolish, Exploring the Fantasy. Oh. Bay- what? Need a napkin? No. That was okay. for my uh, bacon this right. morning. 
By the way, the bacon was trafe. I hope that that Israel guy is uh, real upset about it. Sheldon. Baywatch, Exposed, TV's Lifeguard Babes, Demon Knight, uh, and a bunch of them. The Surreal Life, G-Foria, ooh, Summer Music Mania, Four Fingers of the Dragon. I wonder where the hell they wound up. Rectum. Uh, and uh, to tell the truth, first annual Black Entertainment uh, TV Awards, Babes of Baywatch, a lot of Baywatch stuff. So there she is. There's Terry, uh, Tracy Bingham. Terry, what, what's her name? Tracy. Tracy. With an I. The reason I bring up the stats about the uh, crime thing is because this is the last, the last refuge of a desperate lunatic like Jeb Bush, your fat-ass governor. Oh, the crime! It's going to be. Now let me ask you something. How come the slots at the uh, at the Hard Rock haven't brought in crime? Is it like a safer neighborhood? Is it like in a better environment there? No. No. How come they weren't screaming and hollering about, oh, the, the slots over there at the Hard Rock are going to, like, change the quality of life in South Florida and destroy our image as a tourist area for families and yada, 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 and a partridge in a pear tree and Danny Bonadice uh, too. I almost said that word. Careful. I, and you know something? I'm not buying that anymore, Joyce. There's nothing in the FCC regulations that make the a D-bag word. It doesn't, it doesn't qualify. It doesn't fit in. But if we didn't have such a bunch of cowards there in our middle management, they'd, like, stand up and have a little bit of backbone, okay? But we, they have no backbone. Oh, whatever you say. Oh, oh yeah, we have to go testify. Well, no, 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 you know. Got a couple of real wusses in there, man. Including, I noticed the one didn't even bother showing his silly face this morning. Mr. The three-share program director we got? I haven't seen him lately. Good. Excellent. Let's keep it that way. Tomorrow we got Marlins baseball at 1250. Oh! I just mentioned that in passing to put us in a really good mood. Yeah. Yes, it does. How do you like that? And Josh will be out there at the uh, game, I guess. No, that's right. You don't get to go to Jupiter. I don't get to go. No. Duff said only Uranus. So Miami is number three worst, and they're talking about crime, bringing in more crime. How could we have more crime? Huh? We already sucked a big one, okay? And I'll guarantee you, like I said yesterday, where would you rather be? Where would you feel safer? At Gulfstream, at Pompano Park, at Miami Highlight, at Hollywood Greyhound, at any of the paramutuals, at Calder Racecourse, would you rather feel safer there or like walking around in downtown Miami? Duh. Huh? Tough question. It's a close call, baby. Or walking around just about anywhere in South Florida outside. Without, like, several companions and a couple of uh, pit bulls, right? Right. But, oh, it's going to bring in crime, and it's going to increase traffic, and it's going to be terrible. Uh, yeah. The sky is falling, too. The day has come when these grave-robbing right-wing lunatics, these Bible-thumping hypocritical phonies with their dysfunctional families, where their stranglehold on the lives of people who live in South Florida is coming to an end. And today, Mark, it's like drawing a line in the sand. Today is the day that you folks should draw the line in the sand and say, you know, I wasn't really that much motivated before, but because our fat-ass governor comes down here opening up a big mouth, telling us how to live and how to run our town, uh, we're going to go out and vote yes four or five times today, just to piss him off. Screw you, Jeb, and the rest of your family, too. How do you like that? There's new thinking in the capitals. Of yeah, good. 27 after 10. Abu Ghraib. At 560 WQ. And we got uh, Mo Howard David at, at 2. Uh, Mad Dog at 4. Abbreviated show, 4 till 655. We lose five minutes of the Mad Dog today because we got Pittsburgh at UMO baseball. That must be Josh, must be uh, Clarence, must be uh, doing his thing now, getting all primed up for, uh, for a sh uh, baseball game tonight with the Beast. And Eddie K follows baseball. That's our schedule for today. As we try to put the pieces together of the QM Humpty Dumpty egg that Greg continues smashing and breaking and destroying. Nice going, Greg, you idiot. You quizzling you, you fairy. No.
32, we'll get to that later on. We'll get to his shenanigans. At 774 precincts in Broward County, that's in... Broward! Voters began trickling in to have their say in local elections and on whether the county should allow Las Vegas-style slot machines at racetracks in Adania High Lie. Election officials at the county's emergency operations center in Plantation were satisfied that polls opened on time and there were no immediate problems. Three minutes ahead of schedule, the 7 a.m. opening of the precincts, we got reports that everything was up and running, said Gisela Salas, Deputy uh, Supervisor of Elections. Everything is perfect. Not quite, says the Herald. Salas said 20 precincts were relocated for this election, while most voters received new cards indicating the changes. Not everyone did. I mean, what would be an election in South Florida without some real screw-ups, right? Right. Wouldn't be No they. fun. By the way, Josh Cordes refuses to vote because he's afraid he's going to get called for jury duty and he's a real wuss. Uh, no, I already got called again, so I'm not worried about it. I just... Uh... You're just too lazy to do it. No, I just don't have the time, really. You're just a slacker. The polls are up until 7 o'clock tonight. You don't have the time. No, really, I don't. And why is that? i got to help my brother move. Well, let me ask you something. Can your brother wait like 20 minutes? No. And why not? I actually, I'll be leaving right after the show to go You know up. something? There's an old expression, what's the point? It's going to be a decimal point. Wait till you see where it is. The next check you get for that uh, Internet stuff you do for us. Now, come on now. I think it's going to be the first time you ever saw a number that had the decimal point in front of the first number. It's going to be really uh, intriguing. Don't get carried away now. Good luck cashing it. Salas said 20 precincts were relocated for this election. While most voters re- See, I'm not voting in here because I'm not there, and I didn't get to do the absentee thing this time like I did in November. But I do have somebody, like, standing in who wasn't going to vote for me. You know what I'm saying? I made sure that somebody right. else will cast a vote that would count for my vote. Follow what I'm saying? So I'm doing my part. Plus, well, that, on the air here, I'm going to do my part. That's what I'll do. But Josh Cordes, he doesn't care enough to send his very best because he's too busy sucking up to Dave Ann Boring, who's got a hot wife or whatever, you know. I understand. You just don't care enough to, to, to do it. No, I'm going to call somebody to do it for me, so I'll do, I'll do that, too. Well, what do you mean by that? I'll call somebody to go vote for me. How, how can they do that? A pinch voter. Oh, yeah. well, that's what I got. Now, that's not so bad. While most voters received new cards indicating the changes, not everyone did not, uh, not did. Precinct 29N was moved from Central Park Elementary to a fire station at 11050 West Sunrise Boulevard, a fact that no one had mentioned to campaign volunteer Becky Kinley, who stood across the street from the school holding a sign for Plantation City Council candidate Matt McAloon. <laughs> I don't like macaroons, and I don't know no Matt McAloon. Speaking to a disgruntled voter who didn't receive notice of the change, Kinley said, I'm very surprised and I'm very disappointed that the community was to vote here and not notified. I hope they have a good turnout at the fire station. Somewhat sarcastically, I guess. Two Pembroke Pines precincts were moved in the last week because of air quality issues. It was too late to have printers make up a new batch of voter registration cards, so we sent out letters to those voters. We also advertised in the paper, she said. Precincts 4X and 63X, previously at the Fletcher Art and Cultural Center, were moved to the Police Athletic League at 7900 Johnson Street, Sellers said. Despite the controversial slots, measure turnout is expected to be light. Because people like Josh just uh, don't care enough to send their very best. Plus, he, see, the real reason is he don't like slots anyway. So yes, it's a selfish it thing. Well, no, that's obviously it. Yeah, and he doesn't like kids or school either. <laughs> right. Well, we're sure of that. Supervisor of Elections Brenda Snipes predicted an 18% turnout, and that's what we're still expecting, Salas said. It's not going to be like the presidential election. Wow, what a uh, profound comment that is, huh? <clears throat> Salas said 28,801 Broward residents cast their vote early, while the office recorded about 12,000 absentee ballots. More voters are expected in the 18 cities that have local elections, including Pembroke Pines. No candidates are on the ballot there, but voters will decide whether to take up to $100 million in debt, bond debt to finance improved roads and parks. 
Dania Beach voters also have a bond vote in addition to city commission elections. Local campaigns end today with votes in Coconut Creek, Cooper City, Dania Beach, Deerfield Beach, Hallandale Beach, oh, Hillsborough Beach, Lighthouse Point, Margate, Miramar, North Lauderdale, Oakland Park, Plantation, Pompano Beach, Sunrise, Tamarack, Weston, and West Park. What's West Park? Don't know. Mm. In West Park, oh, I see. A newly incorporated southeast Broward city, residents will choose the first set of municipal officers in their history. How do you like that? Well, let's go West Park, oh. wherever you are. In addition, voters in unincorporated areas near Oakland Park, Plantation, and Lauderhill will vote on joining established cities. The vote in Broadview Park is a non-binding, a binding straw poll. Here's a fact that says the fact that our governor is against slot machines makes me wonder. Oh, this is from the Chronic. Now oh, it says Joey in Miami, but it looks chronic. Makes me wonder what Halliburton has to gain from a no vote. The whole family is one big whore to big oil. No kidding, Joey. Go vote several times, please. Faxes are just pouring in here one at a time. Now, what is this? A Fort Lauderdale firefighter snatched a neighborhood cat. Oh, I don't why, why do you send me stuff like that? I, I didn't. We got him. Well, who the hell sent that? I don't know. Why would anybody, what kind of idiot sends me crap like this? And it's written in the, uh, I can't even read it. PD something. PD what? I can't read it because it's all black and unla- I have no idea who sent this. Probably was Fat it, Boy. Was it me? Probably Fat Boy because he's one of the few that's got this fax number. And rather than send copy for anything, see, our sales department, copy ain't us. That's their new motto. And they've thrown in the towel. So anybody, any competing stations in the market, uh, the good news for you guys is, uh, you know, even though we've got some great shows on here, here uh, forget about it because our sales department's given up. They've surrendered. They raved the white flag. They're just busy sending faxes about uh, stolen kitty cats, stupid crap like that. Hey, fat boy, go sell something, you tub of crap, you. You walking tub of garbage. People who want Las Vegas-style slot machines in South Florida insist they'll create jobs and pump money into schools. Opponents believe they'll transform a family-friendly destination into a gambling mecca with more crime and other social ills. I want you to stop and think about that, into a gambling mecca. Okay? Right, right. As We're talking about seven paramutual facilities. What goes on already right now before the election today at those seven facilities? Um, gambling? Gambling. Hmm. Oh, no. Gambling. Is there a lot of crime there? No. Is there, like, a major problem there? No. Is there a big uh, traffic jam there? No. Are there, like, a horrendous social ills? Do we have, like, enormous numbers of compulsive gamblers losing their all uh, lunch money at the track? No. In fact, probably more people losing their lunch money on that damn lottery that the governor was for that probably pulled over on you. So this crap about you. And that's all they got. They got nothing else other than, of course, the selfish Indians and Mickey Harrison who want it all for themselves. And, and like I said before, how come that hasn't changed the image of South Florida? How come the fact that so many people go to the airport and get on those cruise ships and never spend a dime in town, how come that hasn't uh, turned the images of some uh, sin uh, sin and uh, horrendous uh, social ill capital, whatever that means? Right. Social ills, my ass. In fact, I think I'm illing right now just from reading about that crap. 351 votes. Now we're cooking a little bit here. Now we get it on slow cook a little bit as we try like crazy to wake up you bastards down there. It's about, you know, the gambling mecca. Now, I go to Woodbine, like I said, a couple of times a week, sometimes more, sometimes less, all depending on how many, uh, you know, five times is in Wheel of Fortunes are coming up. But nevertheless, is Toronto a gambling mecca? Oh, yeah. When you think of Toronto, do you think gambling mecca? I don't think so. It just happens to be there. If you want to go fine, if not, that's fine, too. In the meantime, the people who are there seem to be having a fine time, and uh, nobody drags you in if you don't want to go. Nobody, There's no long arm reaching out, grabbing people and dragging them in there. Any more than there's anybody standing outside the uh, Hard Rock in uh, Dania, wherever the hell that is. Isn't that Dania? No, I think it's Hollywood. Hollywood. Where, well, right by the line there, whatever it is. Uh, in Hollywood, dragging you in if you don't want to go in there, okay? Now, the, the concept, the, the notion, 
the notion that giving the Indians your money, which the uh, state and the communities get no benefit from whatsoever, giving them your money, that's okay, and it's not going to uh, be detrimental to the image of South Florida. Uh, that's fine, and having it at the permutuals is going to do all of these terrible things. Only an imbecile, only a moron, <laughs> only an idiot would buy into that. And you know what I think? I am absolutely correct, sir. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. All, all these years, it's always been the same old thing. Oh, it's going to destroy. In the meantime, Miami, number three, the third worst city for crime in the entire country. 364 votes. How did you or would you vote on today's slot machine referendum? Yes, 213. No, 22. Can't vote 66. Don't give a Schmidt 48. Won't vote 15. Like uh, Josh Cordes there. He won't vote. The hard ass. Stubborn little bastard who won't vote because you know, he's got to help his brother move. That's really something, man. That's a real commitment to the community in which he lives and works and takes all the big bucks out of that place. Oh, all the big bucks. Yeah, that's right. Between that and the Marlin games and whatever else you're getting on the side there, who knows? And all the free meals you're getting there, too, huh? Love the free meals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know you do. But does he want to give back, like, one little thing? No, that's okay. We'll keep no. that in mind. As time goes along, we'll keep it in mind. When we go to Sirius pretty soon, we'll keep that in mind. By the way, they're getting pretty serious. That's serious. Seriously? There actually are serious discussions going on. Well, they look, they realize finally what I said a long time ago. I realize I'm past the break, but who cares? Um, and that is that there just aren't that many people available uh, that are going to, like, abandon terrestrial radio. Everybody's either under contract or they're just not going to, like, uh, you know, go take a pig and a poke. What is that old saying? Poke in the pig. How would that go? They're not going to eat the poke from the pig. That's what Gary Sonner told me. But as a result, like they did with Opie and Anthony, they're going to start picking up some of the shows on, that are on the air. Just like this one is what they're talking about. And if Greg ever comes back from vacation, the fact that Norma Kent is actually negotiating with Greg Reed again <laughs> after what he put us through back in the last year. Oh, it's just, it is mind-boggling to me, Norma. How is it possible? That would be like Neville Chamberlain going back and sit, having a sit-down uh, dinner with uh, Hitler again. I mean, how is that possible? Hey, people can change. <laughs> Their underwear... You know, IRS tax problems, speaking of your underwear, have a way of ruining all aspects of your life. They take a toll on you financially, physically, and emotionally. You can never really forget about the IRS problems that come back every morning when you wake up. <clears throat> I'm going to scratch your throat. You know what, George? Calm down. CPA Jimmy Buckwald and the Buckwald Tax Firm will help end your IRS problems forever and give you back peace of mind, which is why other top CPA and law firms refer their clients to the Buckwald Tax Firm when they have problems with the unctuous IRS. Why not avoid potential criminal prosecution? Get all your unfiled tax returns prepared even if you lost all your records. Now, maybe you have an IRS lien, a wage levy, owe payroll taxes and penalties, want to settle for thousands less than you owe, need time to pay whatever the deal, the Buckwall Tax Firm can help you out. They offer a free initial consultation, affordable and guaranteed fees, and immediate relief, if not sooner, from IRS harassment. And best of all, you never have to meet with the IRS. Because the Buckwall Tax Firm handles all those meetings and discussions, you don't even have to go and waste that time while you're helping your brother move. Call them today, 954-575-2800. That's 954-575-2800. Whether you owe ten grand, a million, or anything in between IRS taxes, the Buckwall Tax Firm can help you out. Call them today for that free no-obligation consultation and get the IRS monkey off your back. Call 954-575-2800 or visit them online at www.irsfreedom.com. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively. On 560 QAM. On the Popra Winfrey Show. Today, Popra shows you how to relieve stress in your life. A nice hot bath with aromatherapy. And I'm not even thinking about all this business with the priest. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, girls? <laughs> Tomorrow, Popra welcomes Dr. Phil. It all comes down to respecting your woman. 
frightful frugals. Go, boyfriend. <laughs> and don't forget about Oprah's Book Club. The Old Testament was so good. They wrote a sequel. And now you can get them both in one hardcover edition. Look for my picture on the cover. <laughs> All that and more this week on the Oprah Winfrey Show. Join me, Oprah Winfrey. Every weekday after the Cardinal Springer Show. <laughs> Remember, it's a sin not to watch. 1048. Now, this uh, article about the cat that I just got faxed again. Okay. Christopher Cordes. That's not relation to Josh Cordes by any chance, is it? No, not at all. A firefighter, Christopher Cordes from um, whatever. Okay, because I just got it faxed again. So, in other words, whoever's faxing this, which has got to be either um, Fat Boy. I can't think of anybody else it could possibly be. Can you? No, not that I know. Very sad. Quit wasting my fax paper, you tub of crap. Argentines and Dominicans may do a double take when they see Hershey's new Elegancita chocolate bar and an ad for kisses being promoted by Mexican bombshell Talia. Oh, Talia. That's the one. The ad running in People en Español features a shot of the sexy songsters about to bite into the kiss with a slogan boasting Sabor a Chocolate Blanco uh, con Cajita. The very, reason very I'm having trouble. What? No, Although I can't read one. it well because it's not a very good copy. Yeah, Otherwise, I'd read it much better than that. Sabor a chocolate blanco con cajeta. White chocolate taste with goat, uh, goat's milk uh, caramel. The chocolate bar proclaims that it's cajeta elegancita on the wrapper. What does that mean? Uh, elegant cajeta. Well, that's the Mexican version of cajeta, a type of dulce de, uh, dulce de leche. Oh, by the way, that ice cream really sucks. A very sweet caramelized condensed milk. Eaten straight from a tin, drizzled atop desserts, or made into candies throughout Latin America. But in Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, and La República Dominicana, cajeta is a vulgar term for a certain delicate part of the female anatomy. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Oh, my God. See? This is obviously the work of someone who did not do their homework, said Jose Cancela, president and principal of Hispanic USA, a Coral Gables marketing consultancy. The problem is that cajeta is not the same product as dulce de leche, as it's made with goat's milk and has a different taste, her, she said. Hershey's chocolate, by the way, sucks. Okay? I just want you to know that right now. All right. You don't agree with me? No, it's pedestrian. It's like a exactly. very good way to describe it. I mean, no. Nestle's is not that great either, no. but Nestle's is like heads and shoulders. At least Nestle's makes good ice cream. I didn't know, like, you know, Belgian. Hershey's chocolate. is like for uh, Goyam. The company needed to differentiate that taste for consumers, said spokeswoman Stephanie Morita, adding that the company has not had any complaints about the ad or the wrapper. Now, which wrapper are they talking about? Well, probably 50 Cent. Should we got any more 50 cent stories on there today? No, I could fire some off for you. Damn it. That's the generic word for the product, she said. Such linguistic pitfalls where a common word may be understood in a different way in a different country happens with some frequency in Espanol. For Spanish language media in the U.S., it's particularly a challenge to avoid missteps because the U.S. Hispanic population comes from all over Latin America plus Spain, España. Oh, I'm sorry, España. España, sí. As a guide, the National Association of Hispanic Journalists stylebook includes a list of palabras uh, malsonantes. Yes. See, this is a very it's bad there. copy. It is. It's very dark. Words that have an innocent meaning generally, but a more nefarious one in a specific region. Uh, cajeta is listed as papaya, known to most yeah. as a fruit, but to Cubans, Nicaraguans, Panamanians, and Mexicans as female genitals. And uh, I don't want to read the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's as far as we can go on that, okay? God. Right. Okay, let's get a bunch of calls from people that went out there and voted today or didn't or whatever the hell they want, okay? And if you ever send me any more faxes from those two misfits, you know exactly the ones I'm talking about? Oh, no chance of that happening. Maddie Bell will be doing your job. I did. Is it already? Just pathetic. Just tragic. 
you open the door, give the slightest little bit of encouragement or uh, just a little tiny green light to misfit cretins like that, and then they're back again. Ah, we went, you know, get lost, Andy. Get lost, Greg. Anybody with that name, Greg, bugs the crap out of us. Get lost. WQAM, hello. Neil. Election Central, yes, sir. I agree with you, man. This is this is D Day. This is. Yeah. I mean, if we don't get this passed, we this have is the day you draw the line in the gla in the sand. And that little punk, uh, that he ain't gonna go out and vote. He can't take 20 minutes. Yeah. I hope it rains all day. Just wait till you see the next check he gets from me, man. Day. The decimal's gonna tell be to bring several zeros after it. Tell him to bring his poncho. I hope it rains all day. I hope he breaks his back. Hope yeah. helping his brother move. And I hope he slips and uh, falls out on his fat ass. And I hope that Marlon's here about the grotesque comments he made about Roxy Bernstein sounded like Gelda yesterday. Oh, wait till they hear about that. They'll, he's they'll done. His ass. Put a fork in him. Okay, he's done. <laughs> oh, boy. That was really, I mean, what you said yesterday about the Marlon organization, I couldn't believe you. Made oh, those yeah. Comments. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Look, if you don't want to vote, don't vote. Now most people aren't going to vote. Why should you be any different? Why should you like stand out from the crowd? Okay? Why can't you be just another pedestrian slacker? WQAM. Hello. How come you're allowed to say ass and bitch on the radio now? When did that occur? I when can't believe I'm just saying that and it's going over the air. Yeah, ass. You want to say it again? So ass. Look seven. in the mirror, okay? It all ass. Maybe he just wanted to ask us a question. You think? Oh, he already did. Fine. What, what's wrong with ass? Rectum. Most people are looking right. for a little ass in the Bible. WQAM, hello. Hey, uh, Neil. What kind of a phone is that? I'm sorry, Neil. Boy. Hey, listen, do you, you realize that when this thing gets up to Tallahassee if it gets passed, yeah. they can take this, instead of making it tax that you go to school, they can levy it as fees, and then they can do whatever they want with the money. No. Oh, yeah. No, that's not what the legislation says, no. No, that's not what the legislation says. But well, I it, it, it's very specific in there. It's got to go to education. And they, you see, here's the guy like the one that called us yesterday who's looking for negatives. You, know, you see, all you, all you can do is go out there and vote for it and make it overwhelming. And the more overwhelming it is, the less chance that they're going to get to, to subvert the will of the public, which this governor specializes at that because he's the anti-public education governor. He's the pro-Christian education governor who wants to Christianize the whole state. He's got his uh, Christian... Uh, 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 prisons, and he's got his Christian schools, and he's got his vouchers and pouchers and all this other crap. I wonder what he's got in that pouch, huh? I have a feeling I know it's probably the whole, whole family is sharing in it, based on their behavior. Quit being so negative, okay? That's the biggest problem with South Florida. The fact of the matter is the legislature reconvenes today, and if this thing passes big, which I have a feeling it will, they're not. They're going to have to, like, uh, goose step right to and do what's supposed to be done, right? Right. Otherwise, there are going to be a lot of recall uh, movements going on around the state, I'll tell you that. You can take that right to the bank, including our fat-ass lying sack of crap governor. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you yeah. doing? Okay. Fire report from Tamarack. Yes, sir. I just stopped to vote at the Tamarack Library right. on commercial. You mm -hmm. can't get in the parking lot. Really? Uh, all the old geezers are there. The only, <laughs> the only thing is, uh, who did they listen to? You or yeah. Bush? Yeah, that's a good uh, question. I don't think the social old geezers are too much for Bush, no. Social security. Yeah. Yeah. His brother well, wants to mess with their social security. Maybe this is their way of striking back. Yeah, they're turning out in droves. Well, good for us. All right, thanks, Neil. Okay, make them an offer they can't refuse. Tell them if, they, if you vote no, by the way, in Tamarack, you take you lose all your early bird benefits. By the way, don't old people like slot machines? Yes. And paramutuals and whatnot? Uh-huh. Right, well. Although I mentioned this off the air to you, I should mention it on the air, that in the articles I've been reading in the last few days about this whole issue, that uh, more and more... 
younger people are into the slots now, and that the yes. um, average demographic is between 41 and 50 years old. That's an average, which means a lot of people much younger than that are playing, which I see for myself, and that, uh, you know, higher income and uh, well-educated and stuff like that. Used to be for old ladies, which, of course, Josh Cordes believes that, and he doesn't want to be stereotyped as an old lady, so he doesn't want to play a slot machine. Or in fact, quite frankly, now that you're not going to vote today, I don't think you should. You're not entitled to go play anyway. How do you like that? Hey, if they come down here, uh, I'll go play. How about that? What? I'll go play slot machine one of, one of these days. Sounds very gay to me. 1056 at 560 WQAM. Why are we picking on Josh this way? What, what did he do? Did he do something bad? No, no. He's only good. That's what Duff said. Hey, if you look in the mirror and see a big growing bald spot, Here's the answer for you. Call my good friend Chuck Alfieri. You know, one of these days, I don't want to start picking on Troy Stratford, but he is, he's just, he's a good guy. It, it's not personal, it's business. He is useless, man. He's as useless as gigantic breasts on a watermelon, you know? It's, 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 it's pathetic. No, no, I could find a use for those. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Hola. Hello. Who is this, the maid? No, this is the wife, Talia. <laughs> I like to speak to Tommy Mitolia. Hello, Tommy Mitolia resident. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Charles? No, 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 Talia. Talia. Let me talk to the devil. Please hold. You lost your job. You lost your job. Hey, I didn't lose my job. I stepped down. Oh, sure. However you want to paint the picture, whatever you have to tell yourself in order to save some sort of face, you do it. But you lost your job. You know, actually, it's kind of nice to hear your voice. What? It's kind of nice to hear anybody's voice. What are you talking about? Yeah, can you hear that? That's my Mexican wife, let me tell you. It was cute for maybe five, ten minutes a day. But if I got to stay home with her, every day I'm going to go crazy. You're getting your just desserts, Tommy Matoya, the devil. All we do is eat Mexican food. Chimichangas, burritos, tostitos. I got more gas than Exxon. And you deserve to have the bloat. Listen, Michael, I'll resurface somewhere. I'll start another label. Sure you will, so you can destroy the career of other budding artists. Are we going to Chevy? Yes, honey, we're going to Chevy. Thank you very much, All right. Oh, jeez. If it's not Chevy's, it's Chi-Chi's. If it's not Chi-Chi's, it's, it's, uh, what's that drive-in place? I don't know what you're talking about. I called to berate you, and all I'm getting is dribble and chimichanga. Admit it. I was the reason you were forced to be fired. Right, I know, because I'm very, very, very devilish. I want to live in America. I want to live in America. You're living in America, all right? Hey, look, Mikey, I got to go, okay? I got to take her over to Taco Bell. Okay. Chevy, you want to come with us? No, I don't want to be seen with you. You are the devil. So at this point, I am finding myself having some sympathy for you. All right, all right, all right. I, I got to go there, Mikey. Let me tell you something. If I were to fart right now, half the neighborhood would go up. Goodbye.
1103 at 560, WQM, happy Tuesday to its election day, 443 votes on our poll. How did you or will you vote on the slot machine issue on a referendum today? And so far we got yes, 257, no, 26. Can't vote, 84. Don't give a Schmidt, 59. Won't vote like Josh Cordes, 17. And by the way, the Cordes in that story was with a T and not a D. So whoever sent that to me must be a moron. Maybe they might. Have. I can't imagine any reason they would have sent that thing about the cat other than thinking it had somebody uh, connected to you. Not, I'd go back there right now. I, w- I would get up out of that chair. I'd go back there. You know that big machete that's sitting there on the desk that looks like O.J. used it one time? Yeah, the dull one. Yeah, the big dull one there in the file cabinet. I'd go back there right now and give uh, Fat Boy what for? <laughs> Straighten his fat ass out. Now, here's the facts, and I notice, you, you see, if you look at who these are from, then it mm-hmm. tells you a lot. Mm-hmm. Your good friend Mark, remember Chronic Mark, the faxer? Of course. Neil, you missed the most important election news. Your good friend Sonny Rosenberg has come out of retirement and is running again for mayor of Hallandale. Well, no, we didn't miss the news. Somebody called in about that yesterday. So guess what, Mark? Wrong. P.S. In satellite radio news, XM is raising their rates to equal Sirius, which is news several days old, which I already read. So once again... However, as part of that, they're making the channel, that is Opie and Anthony, part of their basic package. Seems like they might have a need for some quality talk program for this channel. If Norma can stop playing Big Brother for a while, maybe something can get done. And guess what? I just got you saying only minutes ago, Mark, if you were paying more attention to me instead of correcting us all the time, that uh, we're already working on that and we're getting serious. P.S., and here's where he finally gets his act together. Josh is an effing putz, is what well, we know that. In fact, anybody in the building named Josh has got some serious baggage these days, including that junior make-believe program director who's going to be doing UM baseball tonight with Joseph Kaki and the Beast. We got a bunch of little boys, little boy sports wannabes on our station. Oh, it's a hit! It's a hit! Here's a fact that I like from Eden Fort Lauderdale, from Grand Junction, Colorado. A 40-year-old woman described as a transient was jailed in Grand Junction, accused of jumping a fence to wrestle naked with a dog. An arrest affidavit indicated that Catherine Earle scaled a four-foot fence just before midnight Tuesday, then stripped in order to wrestle with the male Labrador Retriever Blue Healer Mix. What's You're a Blue Healer? Arg. What's a Blue Healer? I don't know. Residents of the home awoke from the noise and called police. Responding officers told, uh, said Earle told them she was having sex with the dog and that she does it all the time. The dog's owner, Six Star, said that Earl had been friendly with the dog, but that Earl has been acting strangely for the past six months. The dog wasn't injured, according to KMGH-TV in Denver. Police arrested Earl on a previous warrant, took her to the Mesa County Jail to serve a 25-day sentence. How do you like that? She's diddling the dog. Hmm. It's been done. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. Phones are just smoking, man. WQAM, hello. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Oh, uh, yeah, Neil? Yes. There's a real good reason to vote for those uh, slots. Yeah. That's all the great jobs and the uh, education money and uh, the fact that we're going to separate ourselves from North Florida, be real sophisticated with those slots. Yeah, right, and I'm Buzz Aldrin. I walked on the moon. You're a sellout on this issue. Get real. <laughs> I'm a sellout, right? You're a sellout. Would you get uh-huh. a bag of money I don't know about? Yeah, that, that's why the vote there is uh, 264 yes and 26 no, right. He didn't give us any reasons against it, but he started just screaming into the phone. Go walk, in fact, not just on the moon, go walk on a cockamoon. How do you like that? Putz. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. Boy, I am just wounded but quick, you know what? Yeah, I can tell. I don't know if I'll ever be the same again. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. We've definitely got to get rid of that Zakaki guy. Okay, great. Let's see. Well, let's work on it, okay? Ah. Five six seven. I'm giving the phone numbers one last time, and then I'm just going to dive into my pile here and just proceed right along. You got some heavy right. duty stuff here, man. I got a big fat pile, okay? And these people have got just as much to say as they did before I went on vacation, which was absolutely nothing. 
Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. Just a bunch of amateur little comedians, overgrown children, trying to be very amusing, you know? And they don't amuse uh, use at all, do they? Or me's. No. Or them's. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, about your show, I just wanted to tell you that uh, I think it's good, yeah. and I like okay. it, and I'm going to go back to sleep. Bye. Okay, good. 5670560. Oh, See what I mean? Oh, I know. Pound 560 on a Verizon and Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. How you doing today? Hey, listen, oh. I was wondering. It's been a while. Uh, whatever happened to Sally Fitz? Let me ask you something. Click. Oh, he's just gone. Huh? Whatever happened to Sally Fitz? I don't know. Something to do with Rectum. her. Something to do with ass. Which again, look in the mirror, pal. I think you'll see the answer reflected right in your puss. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. I just wanted to let you know I called in uh, George last week when uh, you were sick or playing at Woodbine or whatever, and yeah. he was talking about the, like uh, I was on vacation last week, yeah. Your beautiful vacation. It's good to have you back, though, by the way. Anyways, sure. we, were we were talking about the uh, re-release of The Passion of the Christ into the theaters, yeah. and I was saying that they should do an alternate ending to it, and it's where Jesus doesn't get killed but actually chokes to death in the Chinese food they're having. Uh-huh. It was about as funny last week, too. Yeah, I bet you it was just as hysterical. He called you with that last week and calls right back. And like you said, uh, if, if the other guy didn't fall back to sleep right away, that'll do it. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, sir. How are you doing today? Okay. Good. Um, calling about the election thing today, uh, I'm still burnt out from the first election, uh, the one where we didn't get the guy that we wanted to be in office. Yeah. So, this, I mean, I'm going to go anyways, and I have a significant other. He's going to vote. No, I'm going to vote yes, so we're going to cancel each other's vote, but we're going to go out there and do it. What's he going to vote no for? Uh, he's against it. He thinks it's going to... He's buying the whole Bush thing about it's back to the community, so on and so forth. But uh, about, I, about what? Crime. He's concerned can, about can crime. I, can I ask you a question? Seriously. He doesn't know about that Miami's number three, by the way. I'm going to tell him that later. Go ahead. For, forget about number three, number one, number two. Forget about that. What kind of crime goes on at the Paramutuals? What, what is this man talking about? I don't know. He lives up in, uh, he's from Syracuse, uh, and they have that uh, Indian reservation. He, he's from there. what? He's from Syracuse. Yeah. And there's this casino by his, by his house that's kind of like they've taken over the place. Uh, the Indians. Uh, that's an Indian casino. That's not a state-run casino. That's the Indians. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks, Neil. I don't know what And is there a lot of crime in Syracuse? Uh, no, but the Indians have kind of taken over the place. As far as gas stations. Well, that, that's, that's one everything. more real good reason to vote no, so the <laughs> Indians can get all the revenue from gambling in South Florida. You knit with you, man. Go off with your boyfriend, you fairy. God. Is that pathetic or what? <sighs> Typical. Yeah. Tippecanoe and Tyler, too, man. And uh, here's to you. That is just, un it's just mind-blowing. Unbelievable. I think they should call off elections in America until we ha start requiring people to pass a test if they don't even know what the hell day it is or what sh uh, sock to put on which foot or what shoe to stick up their ass, then how the hell can we let them go vote? Oh, they got the, the, the Indians have taken over in Syracuse. Well, what the hell has that got to do with anything? What does that have to do with, uh, you know, letting the Indians have all the gambling here, you imbecile? Man, oh, man, I think between him and his boyfriend, Rectum. they got uh, a little a bit of an ass problem there, if you ask me. You know what? Who asked you? 487 votes. Yes, 282. No, 28. Got those numbers? We got it. Can't vote 97, don't give a Schmidt 63, and won't vote. Only 17 people are that, that indifferent. Won't vote. People who could, people who are registered, people who are capable, but just won't do it because they're lazy, Josh. Only 17. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Correction. 560. 2 a.m. 
Beckham. Seven sixteen at five sixty. We got five hundred and three votes. I think we got a shot at a thousand today. And Josh Cordes says if we can get to a thousand votes by two o'clock, he'll go out and vote. Is that what I said? You didn't say that? Sure. I by said the that. way, I'm looking on the list here. Well, just lie about it, okay? Just pretend you went and vote, all right? Just lie a lot. You're in radio. Syracuse has the sixteenth lowest. I don't know why I'm dignifying those uh, screamers with this uh, with the effort. Syracuse is sixteenth lowest crime rate of all these uh, hundred and uh, whatever it is, couple hundred cities listed on this uh, mm-hmm. thing you sent me. Sixteenth lowest. But it must be those engines over there in Syracuse that took over, which makes a lot of sense to me. What does that got to do with huh? They took over the whole community. Yeah, that's another good reason to well, vote yes, to take the power away from those engines with those uh, cigarettes with the worms in them. Soap opera star Jason Cook, you know who that is? No. Neither do I. Was arrested after he allegedly became argumentative with airport officials who found a pipe with marijuana debris in his luggage in Des Moines, Iowa. The, day, the Gaze of Our Lives actor was arrested yesterday at the Des Moines International Airport about 6 a.m. on charges of public intoxication and drug paraphernalia. He was in Des Moines over the weekend for the 31st Annual Variety Club Telethon. Jason appeared to be intoxicated, showing signs of bloodshot, watery eyes, argumentative behavior, inability to follow instructions, and smelled strongly of an alcoholic beverage, a police report said. Stan Reynolds, volunteer producer of the telephone, said he bailed Cook out of jail. I'm just sick to my stomach over this. I just love this young man, he said. This is his fourth year coming here to help us, and he just works his tail off for the kids, Reynolds said. He works his tail Rectum. off for the kids. Telethon raised $3.5 million for children's charity. So what do you think? They ought to give him a free pass, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. Crying out loud. Here's a fax that says... Why do we have to vote twice for slot machines? Something that makes a lot of sense. How come we can't vote against the stadium? Something I feel the majority of Dade County doesn't want. Not, not only that you feel and doesn't give a crap about 82% of the people in South Florida and the state in general don't want any state money going to build that stadium for uh, the uh, millionaire owners. I voted yes for slots. I have no plans on ever going. I feel it makes sense. F. Jeb Bush, it says here. Well, good thinking. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I'm sorry that we all sold out on this, you know. Get big out. bags of money, big sacks of money for it, baby. You know, it's nice to share. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Yeah, this is Bill from Pembroke Park. Yes, Bill. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil about the gambling. Speaking. But I'm on a cell phone. How long will it be? I beg your pardon. How long do you think it'll be the wait? Probably about one forty-five. Oh. Probably about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, two hours. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're on right now, Bill. Come on, let's go. Let's get with it. It is your chance to uh, shine. Your moment in the star in the uh, sunlight. I got a good thing to say, man. I really like, you know, make this show interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm listening to you. You're on right now. Let me say it again. Let me draw you a diaphragm. You're on right now. All right, Neil. All right. Just cut the numbers. They see the average. 5670560. Pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. See, he had something good to say. That's right. It was worth it. <laughs> It was real good. Wow. 
We're going to get to that thousand votes by two o'clock, and then Josh is going to have to go out there and pretend he voted, right? Right. Yeah. Good. WQAM, hello. Good morning and belated happy anniversary, sir. Oh, thank you so much. You're the first one to mention that. I mentioned somebody called in about that yesterday. I'm just overwhelmed by the tremendous, the phenomenal uh, feeling of emotion and sentiment and love from the audience today. It's basically the same. Snow you. You know, the same South Florida emotion as usual. Nothing yeah, I you. called on Friday uh, and, uh, you know, I, I was concerned if something was wrong because you'd never miss your anniversary. But I'm glad no, you're there's back. There's nothing wrong. It's, I never miss my vacations. That's a lot more important to me. That's some stupid <laughs> Amen to that, sir. Right. Right. Uh, uh, there's one thing I've been wanting to share with you. Uh, if you close your ears, which is probably a good thing because they're both homely as hell, Joe Zagacki and Phil Sims sound identical, sir. Yeah, same Isn't words. That, yeah, they have a dull sound. And they're equally dull. Mm -hmm. And I think Jeb Bush's big objection to the slots is the fact that the slots work properly and his voting machines don't. Yeah, good point. You can't, can't have them programmed by Diebold. Well, you know... Yeah. As I have told everybody, if you want to come down the right side of an issue, just find out what a Bush says and do the opposite. Amen. I voted absentee, and I'll do it again. All right. Good work, Pally. Thank you, sir. See you. Bye-bye. 5670560, pound 560 on a Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines in a desperate attempt to wake up the masses out there. Are they doing it or what? No. no? Hey, I hear the rumors are they're piling in by the ones. In the uh, polling spots. you got until right. 7 o'clock tonight. Even Josh Cordes, right after the show, is going to stiff his brother and go out there and spend 20, 30 minutes voting. Yeah, immediately. See, if you just shut up and leave well enough alone, I'm trying to lie for you, okay? Because I know you're not going to go. I know you're a lazy piece of turd, and you're not going to go. Oh. But that, that's, huh? that's what you know, huh? I'm a lazy piece of turd? Right. Okay. That's what I hear. That's what Eric told me. Five six seven oh five. He didn't tell me that. I just just made them just to stir it up a little bit. Although, Eric, now did we ever find out what Eric's problem was up there? No, I didn't ask. Some kind of a personal thing about his kid ran away from home. Well, who the heck could blame him? Whatever. Maybe you need to take somebody somewhere. Oh, WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Sorry. That's okay. Well, I had that bacon this morning. Like, had a big impact. Hey, Neil, you still smoke good cigars? you enjoy a good no, cigar? No, I don't smoke cigars anymore. They'll kill you. They'll give you a big tumor in your tongue or in your mouth. I don't uh, get anywhere near them. Sorry to hear that. Hey, listen, I was I was hearing all this about a flat tax. I think they should tax all the JOs riding in the left lane doing 55 on 90. Okay, great. 5670560. Oh, oh, my God. Pound 5. Somebody heard Joe Zagaki's name mentioned, and all of a sudden we went into this coma phase. Wow. Oh, my. Yeah. Good God. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Pretty good, pal. Why is everybody worried about the crime that's going to happen from the casinos? Isn't people shouldn't be worried about the? First, uh, first of all, we're not going to have casinos. There's no. Well, it, it not casinos, slots. Yeah. Slots. But I'd be more worried about the old people that are going to wake up out of the house to come out and play now. Yeah. So you have a nice day, buddy. Okay, you have a nice day too, pal. Right. Whatever you said. Terror on the highway. Yeah, terror on the highways. All the old farts are going to be out there driving. Us nuts. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I don't. I don't know what the problem is, is, is voting yes on the gambling uh, issue. We take a gamble every time we get on the road in Sunrise. Boy. <laughs> uh -huh. That's it? That was it. That was it. Oh, boy. There's a lot of old people that drive bad in South Florida. There's a bulletin for you, okay? I got news for you, man. Your people, your material is stealer than last year's home intoxication, all right? Good God. Talk about Pathetic. That's why, you know what, we need to get on serious. Those callers that were like, which some of Howard's relatives and whoever else, remember that? How could I forget? Yeah. 
They're right. We need to make that serious deal because at least then we open up to some calls from like some right. different living and breathing some people as opposed blood. to the same old stale matzo brine, man. This is caca. This is pathetic. Just tragic. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How are you doing, Neil? Okay. Neil, I just voted, Neil. I, uh, I wasn't going to, but uh, uh, you persuaded me. And how did you vote, sir? Uh, I voted yes. Well, good for you, man. You made up for Josh Cordes, that lazy pile of crap. <laughs> I mean, I just happened to be on the way back home from from the vet. I took my dog, and I saw the school there by my and house. How, how long did it place. take? How long did it take? It took about uh, 45 seconds. See, there you go, because there's no lines. There's no waiting. It's not like November, like a regular election day. There's no there was, waiting in most places. You, you hop right in, you do your thing, and you hop right out. Right out. I, I went in, gave him my name. They handed me a thing. I went over to the computer, pressed yes, pressed review. You press vote, and then it's done. I mean, it was, Just it like was a literally... trip to Kathy Willard's house, man. You hop in, you hop out, and that's it. But I've been. <laughs> hey, Neil, um, I mean, I know you're not. I, you're probably more into salchicha, but uh, papaya is some pretty good stuff. How okay. are we doing, Neil? What the hell is he talking about? Food. Fruit. Food. Well, Dining. Here's a fax from Jennifer. I can't believe we have a lady listener now. You can't complain about our female audience because we don't have any. Jennifer says I'm voting yes because of Florini Hecht's letter in the Herald today. People like her and her family should be rewarded, not reprimanded, for their generosity and contribution to our community. Vote yes. Thanks for being on the right side. Florini Hecht's letter in the Herald. I guess I'm going to have to check that out. How huh? record. What, what does that mean? I don't understand. What the, do you have any idea who Florini Hecht is? None. Well, I have to look at the letters in the Herald today online momentarily. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, man. This is, this is so funny, these phone calls. Listen to me. I'm a Howard Stern family member. I'm yeah. telling you, you need to get serious. Yeah. Okay, buddy? Well, call up. Uh, you're a Howard Stern family member? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. You're Norma Kent's friend? Take care, buddy. Okay, so you don't want to talk too long. That's his uh, brother. That's Howard's brother. Hey, listen, all, all Jeremy Coleman's got to do is uh, put some dollars to it, okay? It's very easy to keep saying, bada-beep, bada-boop, bada ba Put some money on the table, baby. We'll do it. Time to get serious. I mean, we're talking to the same bozos I've been talking to for like almost 30 years now, for crying out loud. 29 years. Don't even have the decency to call in. Happy anniversary, Neil. 29 years of being on here making a jackass out of yourself in this town. Nice going, baby. Not even like that. Because you're a bunch of hard asses. That's what that town's all about. A, a town with no heart. When Gene Pitney sang that song, A Town Without Pity, man, he had Miami right in his brain. He had Gentile on his mind. You know what? 550 you votes. We're not going to make no 1,000 anyway. We're not going to come close to 1,000. So you're safe, Josh. Yeah, you're, you're safe. Don't even worry about it. Don't even think about it. <laughs> well, we'll be lucky to get to 600 the way this crowd goes lately. You know what? Hey, you know what? You shop for quality footwear. There's a great store, Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. I've been telling you about for many, 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 many years now. At Brandy's, you'll find the biggest selection of men's and women's shoes anywhere in town. The best service. They want to make sure you get a perfect fit every time. And the best prices in town, period. At Brandy's, all the top quality names are waiting for you. Rockports, Floorshine, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizer, all the others. And, of course, with Brandy's humongous selection, you can bet Greg Reed's life on it that whatever style you like, they got your uh, uh, size on a shelf ready to put on your feet right now. Brandy's is open daily, Monday through Saturday from 9 till 9, Sundays 10 to 5, and you'll find Brandy's at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's always worth the trip. Treat your feet right. 
slept them over to Brandy's. This week, come to Brandy's for special savings. This week, Pro Walkers are only forty-eight ninety, and this week, take twenty percent off on all great SAS styles too. So be sure to come into Brandy's this week, or do your shoe shopping online at brandyshoes.com. You're listening to Neil Rogers on five sixty QAM. Only in Miami. Spark? You want to know where the spark went? I used to think sex life. Mm-hmm. That's going to fit somewhere in between kids, work, cleaning, stress. Even if I was in the mood, I was just too tired. Well, that was before I heard about apple milk. Give it to me! I tried it. I had passion. Yeah, passion. Do me! Do me! You're scaring me! Who would have thought? Passion. You can run, but you can't hide. Introducing Ablamil, the new non-prescription once-daily tablet made just for us. I want it again! You hurt my arm! This is how I really am. I'm back to being me. Make love to me! You just want me for the sex! For a free 30-day sample cycle, call or go online today. Assume the position! You know I told you about the Herald having the worst website in the history of mankind? Yes, you mentioned that. They do. Here's, uh, let's see, decent ride in Dade, all-white jury. I'm off mic because I'm looking here. I'm looking for that letter from, uh, what's her name? Heidi Fleiss. Right. Uh, I don't see it. Oh, well. Let's see. Gail Carraway, Denise Velez, John Sullivan, Trug, or Trig Adams. Uh, I don't see no such letter, so I don't know what they're talking about. Do you have a Herald there? I'm, I don't even know why I ask. Obviously uh, not. No. I mean, there might be well, one. I'm glad that uh, Heidi Fleiss had a good letter to the paper, whatever. Here's a fact from Lynn who says, I voted early for the slots in downtown Fort Lauderdale. When I registered the election official asked me when I last voted, I said November of 04. She then tells me, I have to be reactivated in the system. Somehow I had become deactivated. It looks like my carry vote didn't count, says Lynn. Well, how do you like that? I wonder how many other thousand votes About 30, man. just in uh, Fort Lauderdale alone didn't count for carry. Hmm. Here's a fact from Jeffrey and Kendall who obviously needs to get out of the house a little bit more often. He says, I'm going to travel to Canada this month. Besides a passport, what other papers are needed? Thanks, Jeffrey and Kendall. I would say the Sun Sentinel and the Herald. And maybe the uh, Toronto Star. Is that rather sad? Yeah, well, I well. guess, you know, if you've never been anywhere, just the passport will do, Jeffrey, okay? See you around, eh? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. And by the way, when you see all the snow on the ground when you cross the border, you'll have to understand, you're in Canada now. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Um, I just wanted to tell you, I'm on my way to go vote right now. Yes. And uh, another thing, I was wondering if on Sunday evening you caught the Dateline special with uh, Benny Hinn. No, I didn't see. We had a couple of calls about it. George saw it. Yeah, I mean, this guy's like the Christian Hitler, man. He's such a crook. Yeah. He, they were showing how this guy was... Are you was talking bad about our president again? <laughs> okay, thanks. That was it. Well, speaking of that... Yeah. Doug Thompson, who writes The Rant on Capitol Hill Blue, writes American Hitler. And he's not talking about Benny Hinn. He said, a cancer infects this country, spreading like wildfire, devouring the flesh of our society, and threatening to turn what was once the greatest nation on earth into a rotting corpse of political corruption, greed, and abuse of power. The cancer has a name, George W. Bush. Yeah, yeah, call me a Bush basher if you want. I don't give a damn. If you still support this madman, check yourself into the neuropsychiatric hospital for shock therapy. Somebody has to stand up against this American Hitler, this destroyer of freedom, this devil with a drawl. 
I've watched a lot of dangerous men pass through the portals of politics in my lifetime, demagogues like Senator Joe McCarthy, racists like Alabama Governor George Wallace, and former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke, as well as tail-chasing vendetta-driven despots like Bill Clinton. But none, repeat none, compared to the fear-mongering, hatred, homophobia, and anti-American actions of W. and his clavering of fanatics who are hell-bent to destroy the Constitution, personal freedoms, civil liberties, and just about anything else that provide the foundation of this place called America. No president has done more to destroy freedom in America. His first Heinrich Himmler, the Bible-thumping, tight-assed John Ashcroft, threw Americans in jail without cause and denied them due process while ignoring the Constitution with the rights-robbing USA Patriot Act. Bush's new Himmler, new Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez, promises to take jackbooted thuggery to new highs, prosecuting citizens for watching dirty movies, and pushing for more spying on American citizens while calling the Constitution an outdated document. Meanwhile, the brain-fried Republican lemmings who licked W's ass and boots and proclaim his mythical greatness apparently relish the destruction of America while wrapping themselves in fake patriotism and claiming that anyone who doesn't follow their madness in absolute lockstep is un-American and unpatriotic. Horschmidt, these people are the real traitors to America and should be treated as such. They've sold out their country in the name of political power and greed, willing to sacrifice what's best for the nation in order to maintain control and push their narrow-minded puritanical agenda on a numb populace. Bush and his fellow Republicans are also traitors to their party, one founded on the principle of less government, responsible spending, and states' rights. Together, the Bush White House and his Republican-controlled Congress have created the largest federal bureaucracy in history, pushed the deficit to all-time highs, and forced an ever-increasing glut of federal regulations on state governments. They've lied to the American people, cheated on the principles established by our forefathers, and brought disgrace to this nation on the world stage. International respect for America is at an all-time low thanks to an Iraq war based on lies and arrogance without limits. Like Hitler, Bush may well go down in history as a mass murderer. Nobody knows for sure how many innocent Iraqis have died in American hands because the Pentagon hides those figures, but the number grows every day. Hell, an Italian hostage negotiator can't even try to bring back someone from their country without getting gunned down by American troops in Iraq. <coughs> Thanks to George W. Bush and those who follow him, America is no longer the home of the brave or the land of the free. That America is gone. Maybe... Just maybe it can be reclaimed when the goons, crooks, thieves, and traitors who control our country are driven from office. Or maybe it's too late. Maybe we sat on our collective asses too long while traitors took over the country. Maybe we've been silent too long while American citizens with Arabic last names are rounded up like cattle and sent to concentration camps at Guantanamo Bay. Maybe we should remember these words. First they came for the communists, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the Jews, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for the Catholics, and I didn't speak up because I was a Protestant. Then they came for me, and by that time there was no one left to speak for me. The Reverend Martin Niemöller wrote those words in Germany in 1945. An early supporter of Adolf Hitler, he realized too late his terrible error. I can remember when I was about the only one calling these people Nazis and Bush uh, comparing them to Hitler, mm -hmm. etc., and so on. Now more people are finally starting to see the blight. You know what I'm saying? They're catching yeah. on. A little bit too late, I think, though. President Clinton's getting his uh, scar tissue removed from his heart. Well, good. Breaking news on CNN. Breaking news! Not a big deal. 589 votes. Boy, it's pretty sad, you know. And in addition to which, you know what makes this even more embarrassing? Set. Is I put the poll up, the new one up, which I'm going to try to do at you know, like 845 this morning, mm -hmm. early. So we had a couple hundred votes on there already by the time the show started. You see what I'm saying? How the mighty have fallen? I think Remember it's those glorious thing. days when we had an audience? Boy, that was a lot of fun. Right. 590 votes. How did you or will you vote on today's slot machine referendum? Yes, 341. No, 32. Can't vote, 120. Don't give a Schmidt, 78. Won't vote, 19. The Josh Cordeses of the free world. You're listening to Neil Rogers. My Life by Bill Clinton. Read for you by the author. 
When I was 15, I spotted a woman I hadn't seen before. She had thick, dark blonde hair and wore eyeglasses and no makeup. Not attractive. A dog. Nevertheless, I bagged it. It was wonderful. In rhythmic cadences reminiscent of old Negro spirituals, I gyrated. Up, down, and up again. Up, down, and up again. I couldn't stop. A friend took a photo for me and pornographic home movie. I was elated and profoundly grateful. When we were done, she said, if you're going to keep up me, we ought to at least know each other's names. Mine's Hillary Rodham. <laughs> it was our first date. 17 till noon at 560. He's all hard. You know what? Now, here's uh, facts to clarify. You see, if we had people in the building who would, like, clarify for me, mm -hmm. and instead of sending me stupid stories about some cat and if sent this to us, we could have got this straightened out minutes ago. The name is Florence Hecht, who's the founder of Flagler Dog Track. It wasn't an editorial or related to the editor. She had to take out a full-page ad in the Herald. Thanks, Jennifer, because she includes it here. I'm going to read it. How do you like that? I, I mean, it's not as good as whatever the, whatever the gargling guy, the guy does. How's he doing? I, 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 yeah. I can't do it right either. No, I can't either. Maybe he'll fax it in today. You know, we haven't heard from uh, Lyle anymore since I've come back. That's pretty depressing. You know, I guess Lyle's, like most of the audience out there, out of material. Anyway, here's the ad. <coughs> My name is Florence Hecht, and I'm the matriarch of the Hecht family, the founders and operators of Flagler Dog Track. My late husband, Izzy, and I made Miami our home almost 60 years ago. Our daughters and their families are proud members of the Miami community, and we are committed to its future. Flagler Dog Track has employed thousands of people over the years in Dade County. It's been an entertainment destination for residents and tourists alike. My late husband proudly built Flagler into the nation's Greyhound showplace. In recent years, however, Flagler, like all other permutual tracks, has suffered a decline due largely to the proliferation of untaxed and unregulated gambling in forms of Indian casinos, cruises to nowhere, and the Internet. These gambling venues produce no tangible benefits to our community in the form of tax revenues and remain wholly unregulated and unaccountable. Gambling is alive and flourishing in South Florida at these venues and in the ever-increasing games sponsored by the state-run lottery, and it's here to stay. The March 8th referendum that will allow us to bring slot machine gaming to our facility gives the citizens of Florida a chance to finally get gaming right. Flagler has joined the other six paramutuals in Dayton and Broward counties in committing to reasonable regulation, responsible gaming practices, and accountability, while at the same time maximizing revenues to supplement public education funding in our state. A yes vote on March 8th will enable Flagler Dog Track alone to increase its Miami employee base by nearly 3,000 new employees. These new jobs are quality, skilled jobs that will pay significantly higher than minimum wage. Since my late husband and I moved to Florida in 1939, we've been blessed with success in our business ventures and have in turn shared that success by giving back much to this community. The current attacks on Flagler's fine employees, their families, and our facility is unwarranted and hurtful. We are the face and the heart of the paramutual business. Since my husband purchased the dog track so long ago, the Heck family and our larger Flagler family have been among the most responsible in our wonderful community. As my children have grown, I'm proud that they have joined me in a family commitment to the city we love and call home. We care deeply about the community and the quality of life it provides. We've been proud and privileged to contribute significantly to many Miami institutions, including the Miami City Ballet, Florida Grand Opera, the Bass Museum, Jackson Memorial Hospital, Mount Sinai Hospital, Miami Heart Institute, Baskin Palmer Eye Institute, and many others. What remains most important to us, however, is education, as evidenced by our family's commitment to both the University of Miami, where both my daughter and I serve as trustees, and to FIU. I'm humbled and proud to say that we've truly helped make this a better community in which to live. 
Last fall, the people of Florida voted to allow the residents of Dayton Broward counties the opportunity to decide for ourselves. We can become the beneficiaries of revenues and opportunities afforded by taxed and regulated slot machines, or we can do nothing and leave gaming unregulated, untaxed, and without any benefit to our children's education future. It is my hope today the voters will cast their ballots for more money for our children's education and better-paying jobs in South Florida. I'm committed on behalf of myself and my family to continue to support Miami and to continue to be a good business steward of its trust. I'm asking you, my neighbors and my friends, to support the Flagler family by voting yes to authorize regulated, responsible, tax-revenue-producing slot machines in Flagler and the other two existing parimutuel venues in Dade County. We recognize that our yes vote represents a great vote of confidence in our business and our family. We will not let you down. Today, please vote yes for all of our futures. Signed, Florence Hecht. She had, that's a paid ad in the Herald today. Oh, nice going, Florence. You go, girl. How do you like that? Thanks, Jennifer, for not only clarifying that, but faxing it to us. Right? Right. Which we sure weren't going to get it from the inside. Oh, here's a fax from Phil. Happy belated 29th anniversary. Well, thanks a lot, Phil. You're all heart, sweetheart. Unlike most of the heartless, cruel bastards in South Florida who just don't care enough to send their very best. They do care enough, though, to send their very worst. Oh, well, maybe we haven't got their very worst yet, you know? Oh, I can't Speaking of worse, did you get any uh, bratwurst from our friend uh, Hans and Franz? And no, no, we never did. Wow, uh, never heard no more about that. No, we never did. <laughs> oh, you can't complain about our sales department about the job they're doing because oh. they ain't doing any. Why do they suck? Six hundred and twenty-two votes. How did you or will you vote on today's slot machine referendum in Dayton Broward? In Dayton. Broward. Yes, three hundred and sixty-four. No, thirty-five. Can't vote 123. Don't give a Schmidt 80. Won't vote 20. Josh. WQAM, hello. Neil, that guy yes, called about Syracuse was right. You got to vote no. The Indians are taking over. I'm in Papano. They've surrounded my wagon. <laughs> <laughs> They're shooting bows and arrows, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo! I know that guy. He's a real John killer. Yeah. He must be kin to Defoe, that guy. <laughs> There's the best call of the day. By far. So far. Yeah, he's good. Five six seven oh five sixty. I think he's doing something with his Tom Tom <laughs> or his teepee. Or somebody rhymes with teepee. Pound five sixty on the uh, Verizon singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello. Hi you Joe. Hi WQAM, hello. Yes, uh Neil, please. Speaking, please. Neil, this is Ken. Hi, Ken. Uh I just voted in uh West Little Havana at yeah. Douglas Park. Incredible. Yes. Uh, and it's crowded. Wow. All those sticks are voting yes. Well, good for them. Thank God for them. And uh, no, uh, nobody's walking around with no vote. Don't vote. Don't forget, no, a free Guayabara for every yes vote today. There you go. And tell George to have a good Puerto Rican day. Okay. Bye. Have a good Rican day, man. When I meet a good Rican, I'll have one. Okay. And but don't forget about that papaya, man. What was uh, that I guy saying? What was he talking about? He was talking about uh, salchicha and papaya. Oh, I see. Some kind of pornographic uh, spick code. Is that what that is? It's food, man. Yeah, I bet. Five six seven oh five sixty. Just clean up your act. The uh, wrath of Joyce is going to come down on your ass, man. Oh, I, I heard. Uh, I don't want to go into it. From what, I'm, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing, she is the definitive. Exactly what you'd expect for the Beasley corporate attorney. You know that kid up in the tree in the aim tree with the banjo. Yeah, banjo boy. Joyce's twin brother. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Yes, sir. Speaking. Neil. Yep. Did you have you ever been to uh, Tunica, Mississippi? No. Yeah, Tunica, Mississippi was the most uh, depressed area in the country. They put tent casinos there, valleys right. is there, and everything. And now it's flourishing. Yeah. Don't people see this? 
Niagara no. Falls is the same way in uh, American side Niagara Falls. You have a casino there now, a gorgeous casino, and now it's starting to build. Yeah. That was a depressed area also. People don't see it. Are they blind? I've been there, by the way. The new one in Niagara Falls, Ontario is phenomenal. Oh, it's nice. They're gorgeous yeah. up there. Mm -hmm. I don't see much crime up there, do you? No, not at all. Safe as can be. Yeah, so uh, what are they thinking? They're not. Okay, good luck to you, pal. It's going to pass. I'm, I'm pretty confident. I mean, you know, granted it's our show. It's our commie mm -hmm. pinko uh, left-wing uh, fag, whatever, you know. But nevertheless, look at the margin there, man. What's not What's not to like? Do you think, does Jeb Bush really think that the people are that stupid yeah. that they're going to buy this hysteria about crime? And with all due respect to the last caller, we're not talking about casinos. We're talking about slot machines at the racetracks, which I understand is a novel concept in Florida. It's not novel in many other places, like I mentioned yesterday, Dover, Delaware, Dover Downs, where the purses are gigantic, the racing is sensational, where they bring in enormous amounts of revenue, like right here up the road of PSA at Woodbine and Mohawk and all over Ontario. They have slots at, at I, I think, I'm not really sure if they have it in B.C. or not, British Columbia, but in Ontario, every racetrack has got slot machines, even the smaller tracks like Flamborough. They, 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 they all got slot machines. They got slots in Montana. How do you like that? And it brings in enormous amounts of revenue, and uh, what's not to like? Is there, is there crime in these places? No. I, it's just mind-blowing to me. See, this guy, you're a fat-ass governor. He's talking to a bunch of stupid, ignorant people who've never been anywhere, who all you have to do is throw out a bunch of buzzwords, oh, crime and the social ills, and right away, uh, oh, yeah, they get all panicky and, uh, you know, just, just come up with the negatives. But there are no negatives. And as far as people who are going to lose their life savings or whatever, you know something? There's already plenty of gambling right now. Anybody who's addictive uh, already has got plenty of chances in Florida to lose their ass. They can lose their lunch money on the lottery every week if they want. Poker with their friends. Exactly. Go poke your friends. Or poke your enemies. Or just poke the Indians. Sounds good. That whole Indian thing, man, that really frosts my ass. That, that's another thing every one of you ought to keep in mind today is what they pulled back in November. Talk about the big lie. Talk about selfish. Talk about grotesque. $5.6 million. To, and I saw some of those spots. Absolutely. Un Believable. The sky was going to fall if the people voted for this thing. The whole image of South Florida was going to be ruined, and the families would stop coming in, and yada, 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 and a partridge in a pear tree. In the meantime, where was the money uh, coming from? The engines. Almost $6 million from the freaking Seminoles. It's okay for the Hard Rock Casino there in, uh, in uh, Hollywood. That's fine, because th those are the good engines, the honest engines. Honest? Ever hear such a stupid bunch of crap? No, actually, they're a bunch of liars, because their whole ad campaign was, was full of lies. 641 votes. How will you vote or did you vote on the slot issue today? Yes, 373. No, 36. Does it sound like it's going to pass to you? Yes. Can't vote 127. Don't give a Schmidt 65 or 85. And they won't vote 20. Which, you know, that's okay. we got a lot of people like Josh who are young punks. What does he care? You know, he's too busy getting laid. His brother's probably got a hot date waiting for him over there at the house as an incentive to help him move, you know? Yeah, so he pays me out. Right. Probably got some hot bitch in heat waiting over there at the house. <clears throat> And I think you made the right choice, quite frankly. WQAM, hello. Hey, I own a kennel of greyhounds that race at Hollywood and Flagler. I'm calling Neil on the slot issue. Yeah, you're talking to him. This is me. Neil, yes, uh, I, I race at Hollywood and Flagler Dog Track, and my family did for years. And I'm calling about the slot issue to inform the people that the tax dollars that the slots will produce are going directly to the schools at 30% of the dollars that are paid in. Right. Okay. And also... Uh, people have to remember the Indians don't pay a dime in taxes. That is correct. And as far as crime goes, like you said on the radio, there has not been one bit of additional crime since that Indian casino opened up there in Hollywood. And there will be no more additional crime because the state regulates our tracks 
to the point of where we are not allowed to uh, bring our dogs in unless they're perfectly weighed and they're tested and so forth. There's no crime involved, and anybody that thinks there is is just being blind to the matter or not even bothering to research the issue. Yep. So I wish that uh, people would take a look at that. And as far as the jobs go, it'll increase our industry. We'll be able to add two to three people to each kennel. That's just a matter of 20 or 30 jobs, but that's just in our industry alone, never mind anything else uh, uh, that have to do with uh, the servicing of the tracks or anything else, you know. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, positives to this thing, and, and people should uh, take a look at that. Uh, a job is a job, no matter if it's uh, minimum wage or or top dollar, at least people are able to work, you know, yeah. and that's what this is going to do, you know. Amen. Okay, good luck, pal. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Let's see, here's a fax that says, Carlos Alvarez was in favor of the slot, so he needed fat head Jeb's help. What a sellout. This is from Jackie and the Kindle. What kind of leadership mayor or governor wants to shut down an entire industry? Is Florida a tourist-driven state? Why would they want to limit jobs and economic prosperity for its locals? Because the unregulated gambling companies and big tourist competition companies pay for Jeb's words or, is, or it is just plain weak, whatever Jackie means. Uh, it, it just plain weak. It just plain weak is what I say this week, right? Right. Whatever you say. Jackie's all whipped up. <clears throat> I'm just, uh, I have this scratchy throat, man. It's the weather. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was 45. Today it's like uh, 10. You know, it's March. What can I tell you? Although, you know, it could be there, so I have no complaints. It's 11.57, three minutes till noon. we got Mo Howard David. At two. Jim Anditch at four. All right. And then we got Pittsburgh UM Baseball. The Hurricanes at 6.55, Eddie K. after the baseball game. That's baseball with Joe Zagaki, Josh Cordes, and the Beast. Wow. Hey, the Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. That's not just my opinion. That's as rated by the highly respected Zagat Restaurant Review. You can still enjoy Lobster Fest every Friday through Sunday night featuring Maine Lobster Thermidor. In addition, the Emerald Coast will still be serving hand-carved prime rib. And from their flaming grill, flaming. New York steaks cooked exactly the way you like them. For those seafood lovers out there, the menu still includes hot Dungeness crab, fresh oysters on a half shell, stone crab claws, and a sushi bar with over 30 different items. About 30, man! Make sure to leave room for dessert at the amazing 40-inch chocolate fondue fountain where you can hand dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats. And don't forget the Emerald Coast promotes healthy living, too, because they use no crap in their cooking, no MSG, no cornstarch, no garbage. They cook everything with only cholesterol-free canola oil. Don't forget to book your reservations at one of Emerald Coast's three South Florida locations. There is nobody quite like Emerald Coast. They're in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. For the Emerald Coast, call 954-572-3822. That's 954-572-3822. I had a hammer. I had a hammer in the morning. Hank Goldberg, day 7 to 10. I'm Paul Lynn, and if you ask me, the only thing more fun than playing grab-ass with a Swiss guy is the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Oh. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Oh, he got the money from his daddy. Oh, and it's my semi little bratty. With an agenda that's crappy. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. No, Bosea Pele. Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is going to win. He might as well just move right in. Sikhaya, 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 Sikhaya. 
He has a golden spoon. He was born with up his ass. So look out, all you Jews. Get ready for the gas. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll give our civil rights to Wambi. Cause he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of FLA. Oi. Well, he's a very wealthy dude with very fascist views who never paid his dues. By next year, we'll all be screwed. Sing any schmuck could win that race against Buddy McKay. Why do you think they call it gubernatorial anyway? He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll make the KKK happy. Yeah, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Double FLA. Come on, let's do step. Come on, Adolf. It's a 12.02. I'm just reading something off the Sun Sentinel here that's going to really piss you off and me. Okay. But let's uh, let's wait until it comes off the back machine. It'll be a good time. First of all, the younger brother of Michael Jackson's accuser described for jurors in graphic detail how he twice saw the pop star grope the child while the young boy lay sleeping in Jackson's bed at his Neverland ranch. The brother also testified yesterday that Jackson showed them Internet sex sites, gave them wine, slept in bed with them, and appeared before them naked and sexually accused, uh, aroused at the pop star's Neverland Ranch. Me and my brother were watching a movie, and Michael walked up naked, the 14-year-old witness testified. Me and my brother were grossed out. He sat on the bed and said it was natural, then left the room. Speaking calmly, directly, and unemotionally, he said the molestation occurred shortly after Jackson had shown the boys sexually explicit magazines that he kept in a suitcase in his bedroom. We've all heard the allegations for some time, but this testimony marks the first time someone has accused Jackson of molestation from the witness stand, notes CBS's Steve Futterman. The younger brother was very straightforward with his testimony. At times he hesitated trying to find a proper word to describe some of the more graphic allegations, said Futterman. The big question now is, how will he hold up under cross-examination? District Attorney Tom Stedden projected on a courtroom screen the covers of magazines, including one called Barely Legal, which depicted an extremely young woman with her breasts exposed. The defense has said Jackson had girly magazines in his house, but never showed them to children. The boy said that after seeing Jackson with his hand on his brother's underwear, he witnessed another episode of what he described as masturbation two days later. He did not state the dates of the incidents, which the prosecution says followed a February 2003 TV documentary in which Jackson appeared with the boy at Neverland. Jackson is accused of molesting Yadiyad. We know that. The defense is expected to attack the account as fiction designed by the children's mother in an attempt to get the money from the pop star. The courtroom was still during the boy's testimony yesterday. Sometime the boy spoke softly, had to be told to speak up, but didn't hesitate to answer questions. The rosy-cheeked boy appeared to grow fatigued by the end of the day, yawning widely and rubbing his eyes with his hands. He faced more questioning by the prosecutor today. The brother said that Jackson first brought up the subject of masturbation with him and asked if he ever did it. The boy said he answered no. Then he said to me, everyone does it. You should try it. It's okay, the witness said to Jackson. Okay. He, he also told Jackson conducting private drinking parties with his young boy guests in which he served them wine and called it Jesus Juice. The witness indicated he was surprised when he walked in on Jackson, touching his brother. He said he pushed open the door to Jackson's room, and I saw directly onto the bed. I saw my brother was outside the covers. I saw Michael's left hand in my brother's underwears, and I saw his right hand in his underwears, he said. He described his brother as curled up and snoring slightly, and said he saw Jackson masturbating. Two days later, he said he encountered a similar scene after entering Jackson's home. I went upstairs. The same thing was happening, but my brother was on his back. My brother was asleep. Michael was masturbating while he had his left hand in my brother's underwears. The witness said he didn't tell his mother or sister what happened, nor did he tell his brother what he had seen. I didn't know what to do, the witness said. I went back to my guest room. 
The witness said the first person he told about the incident was psychologist Stan Katz, who interviewed the boy and then notified the authorities. The boy also described an incident in which Jackson grabbed a mannequin that he kept in his bedroom and pretended like he was having intercourse with it on bed while fully clothed and laughing. Jurors were also shown a photo of a mannequin depicting a girl with braids. As Jackson left the uh, court and a reporter asked him how he felt hearing the testimony, the singer said, I'm sorry, I'm under a gag order. Sorry, I'm under a gag order. Gagging. Hey, cookies and milk was very sweet. Cookies. Okay, anyway, getting back to this, which I'm depressed now. This may just be more of that propaganda in the Sun Sentinel. Let's see, Dade County, less than about 18% in Broward are expecting uh, less than 20% in Dade. Now it goes on to say... In Plantation, where an intense race is underway for city council seat, voting was reported brisk. And many of the people exiting the polls in downtown Fort Lauderdale this morning said they had voted against the slot machine initiative. I don't have a moral issue with gambling, said Trey Morgan, 27, but I don't trust an initiative that doesn't have more details about how it's going to be taxed now schools are going to be funded, nor do I have enough trust in the legislature to work it out afterward. Norman Hardy, 62, agreed. The lottery, when they started that up, they said it was going to go to the schools, and all they did was subtract it from the money they gave. Fool me once, but you ain't going to fool me twice. Ruth Marks, a Fort Lauderdale resident who runs an insurance company, also felt nervous about approving slot machines, but she decided to vote yes because she said schools are in dire need. I went down to the Hard Rock for the first time last week, and I saw all the people, she said, at the casino run by the Seminole Indians near Hollywood, so if the people are spending money anyway, it just might be a benefit. And it goes on and on and on, and Patricia Lafferty says, I've known people with gambling problems. I've seen what it does to their life. Oh, I'm also an animal lover and a vegetarian. I think that those dogs are suffering. She doesn't want to support the dog tracks. Isn't it interesting how they single that out in this, you know, uh, here we got a pool. What do we got so far on our pool? Now, I realize that this isn't the uh, Sun Sentinel, and it's not downtown Fort Lauderdale, but we got 390 yes and 44 no, and the Sun Sentinel, many people leaving, voted against. How many? What percentage? What are we talking about here, okay? They quote one woman who said yes, who was at the Hard Rock and saw the Indians chopping up all the money, and other than that, everybody is like, oh, gee, it's the end of the world, you know? They're all voting against don't believe it. Now, one thing I will say, and that is if it turns out that... This reminds me of the Metro Rail vote. I remember it like it was yesterday. There is absolutely not a Chinaman's chance in hell that the Metro Rail was passed by the voters of Dade County. No chance. None. I sat and watched those election returns all night long. And all of a sudden, and it was losing and losing and losing. And all of a sudden, in the last, the ass end there, the, the votes came in from Homestead. <laughs> and that put it over the top. Now, does that make any sense to you? Of course Does the not. Metro Rail go anywhere near Homestead? Does it do any benefit to the people who lived in Homestead? No. But all of a sudden, they manage just, just like what all the other fixed elections we have in Florida. So if this one even turns out to be close, you yeah. can be damn sure they'll find a way to steal it. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Not there. 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. Hi. Okay, here's our last one. QAM, Hello. Hola. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I voted today. A bunch of other degenerates in there, so it looks good for us. Yeah. Did you vote? No. You didn't. You, why? No. You're not a resident? No, I'm a resident, but I, just, I wasn't going to come down there to vote, and I couldn't get my absentee ballot in time or didn't know how to do it this time, and so I, I have somebody voting who wasn't going to vote anyway to make my vote count. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, it looks good. All degenerates in there. Good. That's what we want. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, send all the Bible thumpers to church, and don't forget, the people who want to vote no, you can do it tomorrow. WQAM, hello. I voted for it today, Neil, although I'm nervous in my underwears about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, get the mannequin to vote, too, a couple of times, make sure. Right? Absolutely. Get the man in your kin to vote. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. 560 Boy, the scratchy throat's really getting me nervous, you know, about, like, uh, several days to come, George. 
Right. <clears throat> Plus, you did such a sensational job. Right. Aye, 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 aye. You did. That's what I'm hearing from all the ships at sea. WQAM, hello. I got one for your fight. I mean, your poll. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I also like to say you got these people calling worried about if the money's going to be allotted out in tax uh, money or not. You know, even if the money doesn't, who the hell cares if people put their change into a slot machine? They go down to the liquor store, they buy beer and wine, they yeah. go and smoke cigarettes. Who in the hell? It, it, it's, ri- it's written right into the measure that uh, 30% of it is going to go to education. It's going to be directly earmarked for public education. So I, I don't know how people keep making this crap up. That was Absolutely. the problem with the lottery is that it wasn't written properly, and they, they wound up uh, giving a bait and switch to the public. And you know somewhere Mickey Harrison's back there, and he's pumping some cash that way, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make no mistake about it, man. He's another selfish bastard that wants it all for himself, those cruise ships to nowhere. You got it. You got it. I'm out of material, Neil. Okay, thanks. He's out of material. Happy anniversary, Neil. Thank you. Here's line nine or eight something. See, they're late on eight. Line nine. QAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. How you doing? Rick? I'm doing. Hello. Sir, I'm going to try one more time. Speak to me. Yes, sir. Listen, on uh, on TV, I know you haven't seen it, but there's some ads that uh, the Christian Coalition are running. Oh, yeah. It said that uh, uh, there's one that they have. Las Vegas is in 1997 as the fourth most populous city in the country, and uh, they had all these crime. Well, Las Vegas was the fourth most populous city in the country. That's what they said for '97. You mean crime? Is that what they're talking about? They were talking about crime. They were talking about rape. It's all because of the casinos, of course. Yeah. Well, let me ask Uh, you something. Are we voting on casinos today? Of course not. We're voting on slot machines. Okay. Thank you. I know that when I go to Vegas, I sure feel unsafe. Oh, I'm going to get raped at any minute. I'm going to get mugged. I'm going to get uh, ripped off here. I'm going to get murdered. You see, one thing about Vegas, and I'm not trying to draw a comparison, but at least as far as the casinos are concerned, the people who run the casinos have too big of an investment to allow the kind of environment where there's like a, right. a very likely chance that you're going to get mugged. And it, it, plus, everything is watched from above. One thing mm-hmm. at Woodbine, man, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in one of these... Um, Casinos where they well you probably haven't where they just have the slots but you've been in a regular casino yeah no they they have places on the strip you know when you walk up and down they have just slots, everything you know. like in any casino is being watched from above right okay like there are people above I mean you saw the well, Ocean's Eleven all these other uh, mm-hmm. movies they're all watching from above so all the attendants for example when they come and pay you a jackpot or they come and fill a machine. The, if you watch the attendants, like they're holding their hands up in it to make sure that they can see that they have no extra change or dollar right. in their hands, okay? Mm-hmm. Everything, it's almost like uh, holding your hands up in the air like right. it's a stick-up. And, uh, you know, so everything is being watched, and they're not going to allow the kind of environment where uh, any kind of crap is going to go on. But, I mean, what, what's the point of even arguing that? And anybody who's stupid no. enough to believe that, I, you're like arguing with a, with a brick wall. There's no point. I'm not going to waste my time with that. You've got to be an imbecile to believe that. If you've ever been to a paramutual, to the dog track, the highlight, the horses, uh, who goes to the track and worries about getting uh, criminalized, about be, being mugged or murdered? Whoever heard of such a thing? And then that's all they got. That, that's their argument. That's all they got. So remember, church bingo is good. All, all the rest of gambling is evil. I must be stamped out. Got it. A lot of people in Fort Lauderdale were voting against it, though. Hmm. That's what the Sun Sentinel says. That's their take. Harold Light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, keep in mind, the Chicago Tribune owns the uh, Sun Sentinel, so keep that in mind. Right wing. 1213 at 560 W. In addition to which, you know, speaking of right wing, this isn't a uh, Republican against Democratic issue. It's got nothing to do with that. 
But, you know, the, the fundamentalist wing of the Republican Party, the, the Bible thumpers, which are big heavy duty in Florida, that, that's where you come in with that crap, with all the lies. And, of course, they would never lie to you because they're Christians after all. I'll never lie to you about your carpet. I'll tell you right now, your carpeting is as bad as your sink when it comes to collecting germs and schmutz and all kinds of bad stuff in there. It's unsanitary unless you have it cleaned by our friends at Dry Concepts. They're the only people in the world who have that exclusive patented dry cleaning method that sucks out the deep down dirt and makes your carpets not only look and feel like brand new, but just as sanitary as brand new as well. I've been using them for over 20 years in my homes, and a good reason why, because they do magic on your carpet, no matter how hopeless they look right now. When they finish, your carpets are dry in an hour and a half to two hours. They look just like brand new. They smell lemony fresh. It's a miracle right on your floor. And they also do an unbeatable job cleaning your furniture, your drapery, your upholstery, your area rugs, expensive oriental rugs, all of these things. Call them toll-free. You'll never use anybody else again, I'll guarantee you. And Dave Broward in the Palm Beaches, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071 or on the Wicked Web at DryConcepts.com. That's Dry Concepts, making carpets clean in South Florida since 1979. You are listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560 QAM. dumb as dirt. Hello? Who's in my cupboard? It's the gay Indian in my cupboard. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Finally, a movie for homosexual children. Hello? Gay Indian in the cupboard. Can I shower with you, little boy? Gay Indian in the cupboard. Where are you, gay Indian? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, how did you get my pants? Gay Indian in the cupboard. Question. Can we get some shelf paper in here? You know, like a magenta or something? Gay Indian in the cupboard. Can we shut that crap off? This is one redskin who wants some shelter. Yes! <laughs> Call 18 at 560. Here's Cliff, who's a little hysterical. He says, I want to know what else is attached to either yes or no on his live vote. I'll tell you what's uh, attached to it. Nothing. Uranus. I don't want to vote yes and have other bills attached that help uh, lay some fat ass's pocket. Also, Cliff says, oh, yeah, two robberies already this morning and day. They must be practicing for when to vote passes. You're very astute, Cliff, at least in some respects. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Got an interesting stat for him. Okay. The uh, per capita, the city of Tallahassee has yes. the highest rape ratio. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Not many people know that. Okay. You know, but as a, as a municipality. Well, of course, keep in mind that the legislature is there, so, uh, you know, their rape, their rape is going on every day that they meet. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, some, it's something that never uh, published too often. Okay. Well, thanks for the good news. Okay. I'm looking at my uh, this list that you sent me to see where Tallahassee is on here, if I can find it. Okay. Because this has got the uh, crime according to murder, rape, and robbery, so it's got all three categories. Right, per capita. I don't see uh, Tallahassee on here, as a matter of fact. I see Jacksonville on here. In fact, most of the Florida cities, uh, Sarasota, Bradenton is on here, amazingly enough. Fort Lauderdale did uh, pretty well, although it's up there with Detroit. We're down there with Detroit. Kind of like in the middle of the pack. But I don't see Tallahassee on here nowhere. But Neither. I'll take his word for it, okay? Rape is there specially in the state capital. Make no mistake about it. But the Sun Sentinel says a lot of people in downtown Fort Lauderdale voting against it. 
Let's see. Jim in Pembroke Pine says, oh, well, listen, listen to this. says, don't listen to the crap about the crime rate in Las Vegas and that commercial they used statistics from 97. That's eight years ago. Jim, let me just say this to you, okay? When we had all these other uh, elections on casino gambling, they always throw in these crime statistics. And, of course, the problem in Las Vegas is the crime statistics are based on a permanent population. And, and most of the statistics they used back then were like in the early 80s when the permanent population was less than a million. So naturally, uh, you know, um, uh, pickpockets, stuff like that, robberies, uh, compared to the permanent population, it distorted the whole thing because there are millions and millions of tourists there every year. Got it? Got it. So it's just, just a distortion. As a matter of fact, on this thing you sent me, how's, how's Las Vegas look on here? Did you see it? Good question. I did not. Okay, well, Tucson, Memphis, Miami is the third worst. The 100 largest metropolitan statistical areas... Page two uh, near the middle. Page two near the middle, Las Vegas. Uh, just a little bit worse than Fort Lauderdale, right? It's in there with Denver, Austin, Sacramento, Colorado. Oh, no, wait a minute. A little bit better better than better, Fort Lauderdale. Better. I'm sorry. In fact, it's uh, like about a, a, a dozen uh, better on the list, like in the middle it's of the middle pack. Middle of the pack, yeah. yeah middle of the pack. And, again, that's compared to the permanent population, which is over a million now, but nonetheless, millions and millions of tourists. All the statistics, all the time. Okay, just use your common sense. If you've ever been to a casino, if you've ever been to a racetrack, you've ever been to Woodbine, any of these places, uh, there are very few places in the world you're going to feel safer. They have all their own security. They don't have to go out and hire a bunch of off-duty policemen and pay them a lot of extra money. Uh, that's not the way it works. Now, that's the fact. This is from a guy that goes to Woodbine at least two, three times every week and has a great time there. So I know what I'm talking about. But, you know, you, you listen to people that haven't got a clue, that have never been there, the, the hocus-pocus crowd. Oh, the sky is going to fall. Everybody's going to lose all their money. Okay, whatever you say. WQAM, hello. La cabra, la cabra, la puta. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Your people are really out of control, man. Your crowd. Right. WQAM, hello. Hello. This is, this is good. Too late. Too late. It's only a four-hour show, sir. Yeah, how's that pile? Big. I got piles, man. Good. I got, just like Jose Canseco, I got big roids. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a Verizon and singular wireless line. Hey, it's just an election day. Why should anybody be concerned about that? And how come I put line six on hold like that, you know? I don't That's know. bad. WQAM, hello. Hi, is Neil Rogers? Speaking. Uh, serious? Uh, not on uh, serious yeah. yet, but we're working on it. Oh, okay. I just want to tell them why I'm, I'm voting yes. Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll pass it along. Um, I lived out in Vegas for two years, and I'll tell you, I don't care about it going to the schools, and I don't care about that. Maybe I should, but I'll tell you why I wanted to pass, because it's a lot of damn fun. Right. There you go. And I'll tell you what else. Um, we're just now getting to where if this thing passes, maybe we could actually buy beer on Sunday morning, which is oh, another no. thing you could do out there. God, go crazy, heathen. Yeah, don't get carried away, man. Oh, well. Yeah, I know. That's another ten light years away. But we got all those blue-nosed laws we got to worry about first. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. Keep the faith, and maybe the thing will go over. Okay. Good luck to us, Pally. Okay. There's a guy who sounded like he's a desperate for a little action, a little something, you know. I mean, you got the uh, the beaches and the sun, and uh, you know, yeah, and WQAM. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, happy anniversary, and let's go for the slots. Well, thank you so much. You're more than welcome. I appreciate your show. And well, thank God for you anyway. <laughs> See you, Pally. Have a happy. You too. There's a guy that appreciates the show. He's a good guy. He's voting yes for the slots. He likes the show. Happy anniversary. That's our kind of guy. Okay, as opposed to some of the sour old farts down there who, uh, whose whole goal in life is to make sure that everybody else is as miserable as they are. There's another chance to stick it to those old farts, man, the condo commandos. And, you know, the funniest part of it is a lot of them will vote no. And who do you think will be the when it passes and they open up these joints, who do you think the first people are going to be there plunging their guts out? 
taking the bus by the bus right. That, that's right. They'll bring them in by bus loads. They'll be schlepping from Winmore and Cemetery Village and all the other condo uh, uh, from Carriage Hills. God forbid. Can you just see it now? Oh, yeah. Like a white river. Bus loads and bus loads. And, and you know something? They'll actually have a good time. That's the amazing part of it. Maybe that's scary to them. They might actually enjoy themselves. Have oh, a good please time. have a good time. Or not. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Quick question. Uh -huh. uh, all this money for the tax for the school boards, what counties is it going to? Dade and Broward? Or all 67 counties, the whole state. Well, that's not fair. Can't we just give the money to the Marlins instead? <laughs> now you're talking, yeah. Let's just give it to the Marlins. We love the Marlins. Yeah, sure we do. Pretty interesting. Every time that business comes up, whether it was Wayne, whether it was old John Henry, whether it's uh, this crowd we got now, David and Samson and Delilah, uh, no change. The public isn't too crazy in the state of Florida, or even in South Florida, subsidizing uh, with, with uh, state tax money for millionaires and billionaires that just ain't into it. How's that National Hockey League coming? Oh, oh yeah. They're really doing it. Wayne. I'll tell you one thing about him, though. He sure knows when to get out. You know what? He smelled it. He could, he could smell it from a million miles away. They built him that big arena there in Broward, which the good part about Broward is they're probably doing better without the hockey. You want to know why? Number one, Alan Cohen is losing less money, but even more important than that, they have all these other dates now for concerts and all this other stuff there. They've got a great venue concerts. there for all. Yeah, stuff oh, like that. that. That makes them a lot of money. As opposed to sporting events that cost them a fortune because uh, nobody's showing up. And most of the people who do show up are getting free tickets. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. What's going on, my man? I just came back from Rodney right now, and apparently none of the people that have seem to be interested. They had everybody going for uh, Mito, Mito Lepe. Yeah. Well, maybe if they put some cockfights in there in the, uh, in the uh, slot joint, maybe they might show up for that, you think? <laughs> they would if those PETA people wouldn't. I, had a, no I had a great line for that, but I can't yeah, say it no more. No, Back no. in the day, I could have said it, but not no more, Joyce. Nope. Okay. I'll bite my tongue real hard. It's bleeding over here in the tongue, too. Mother. Namasita. 724 votes on the poll. 400, what is it, 415 Jess, and no, we got 49. That's almost 10 to 1, you know what? Of course, that's this fine audience. Can't vote 141, you know, like illegal aliens or like George or uh, whatever. Right. Punks. Don't give a Schmidt 96, and won't vote only 23. Well, that's good. Only 23 just are stubborn and hard-ass like a mule. Each other naked in the street. I was a sailing man and not a lover. My name is Chris Columbus. I was out to discover with the Nina Pinta and the Santa Maria. I waved goodbye to Spain with my posse as a seer. We were cruising New York, getting funky, understand? We were scoping for the new world, the new land. While we were hunting for America, I said, man, I dig this. At least until lunch, and I got motion sickness. Had to stop looking for land and look for pails. Or a place to hang our head over the rails. While we were sailing on our hands and knees, feeling grounded, suddenly I heard his words. Yo, Chris, I found it. Man, what a sight to behold. I said, you mean land, ho? He said, no, I discovered the Pepto-Bismol. Hey, listen, we're going to be playing 50 Cent's there tomorrow, but you didn't know that. All right. Okay, right, we got to get tomorrow. that crowd, man. Got to get that hip-hop crowd. I'm reading this story uh, from Channel 10 website. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> supporters of the measure include former State Education Commissioner Jim Horn, who was a Bush appointee, plus the paramutual facilities on it. said Horn said yesterday that informal polling has been fantastic. Our polling from the pro side is fantastic. 
But the Sun Sentinel says many of the people leaving in Fort Lauderdale uh, voted against it. Now, how many are they talking about? About 30, man. You know, this, this takes me back to the first time casino gambling was on a ballot in Florida. Mm -hmm. And they send this putz, Mark Fisher, from the Herald. They send him out to Vegas with the specific, and, and later on it came out that he was specifically told to write and to photograph, he had his photographer with him, as much negative stuff as possible. Because the Herald at that time, and the Sun Sentinel, were vehemently opposed to and so they, they, there was a big picture, I'll never forget it, like it was yesterday, a picture of some drunk, some vagrant behind a casino in Vegas somewhere, like out in the middle of uh, like the wilderness, you know, which there really isn't much of anymore. Right. And here's, here's a, uh, an old drunk, and then the caption was, a, a uh, vagrant uh, hangs out behind one of the uh, casino uh, palaces, in the, uh, you know, like the, the impression being that uh, you know, everybody's down and out, a bunch of drunks. Now, anybody who's ever been to Vegas or, or even seen anything about it, knows that this is the most fictitious image, the biggest lie. And, and this is what they specialize in, lying through their teeth, these good fundamentalist uh, religionists who are so much holier and better than we are. Like your president, for example. There's an article by Harvey Wasserman, whose relatives perished in the Nazi Holocaust. His history of the U.S. is available at HarveyWasserman.com. And his headline is, Senator Byrd is correct to equate Bush with Hitler. I thought I'd just stick this in there okay, for what good. it's worth. He says the U.S. Senator, uh, Senate's senior constitutional scholar has correctly acquitted Bush with Hitler, and the usual attack dogs are howling, but they're wrong, and Americans must now face the harsh realities of an increasingly fascist and totalitarian GOP. Octogenarian Senator Robert Byrd of West Virginia made the equation in the context of Bush's attack on Senate procedures which might slow or halt his ongoing attempt to pack the courts with extreme right-wing fanatics. Byrd said Bush's moves to destroy time-honored Senate rules parallel Hitler's ramming fascist legislation through his gutted Reichstag. Hitler never abandoned the cloak of legality, said Byrd. He recognized the enormous psychological value of having the law on his side. Instead, he turned the law inside out and made illegality legal. Anti-Defamation League director Abraham Foxman has played the Holocaust card for the Republicans, saying it is hideous, outrageous, and offensive for Senator Byrd to suggest that the Republican Party's tactics could in any way resemble those of Adolf Hitler and the Nazi Party. GOP Chair Ken Melman has labeled Byrd's remarks reprehensible and beyond the pale, remarks joined by Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum. Santorum is best known for equating sexuality between consenting gays with bestiality between humans and dogs. But Byrd is one of the few in either House of Congress to truly understand the Constitution and to advocate for the Bill of Rights. He points out that, like Hitler, Bush is pursuing a strategy designed to win absolute rule by one party and one leader. Hitler's central slogan, Ein Volk, Ein Reich, Ein Führer, One People, One Government, One Dictator, accurately describes the current GOP strategy of Karl Rove, Bush's Joseph Goebbels. Now the Republicans have renominated extreme right-wing judges to high courts from which they were barred prior to the 2004 election. With enhanced majorities in Congress, the GOP is moving to gut rules put in place to protect the rights of minorities within the government. For the GOP, as for Hitler, such safeguards are annoying barriers to absolute power. These judges are consistent in their eagerness to protect the power and privilege of private corporations at the public expense while simultaneously promoting the invasion of individual rights by the government. Masquerading as free market small government advocates, GOP conservatives like Hitler's Nazis promote an all-powerful central government run by and for the corporations that sponsor them while crushing individual rights and liberties. While Bush advocates for democracy overseas, the GOP is crushing it here at home. These judicial nominees mean to further solidify Republican control of the court system, which they've added to their grip on the executive, both houses of Congress, and the media. The GOP is also gutting safeguards within the FBI and CIA, turning them into a personal police force that could parallel Hitler's Gestapo. 
Because the regime wraps itself in the rhetoric of our democratic roots, it's emotionally difficult for Americans to equate Bush with Hitler. He is not, after all, running death camps like the ones Hitler used to exterminate millions of Jews, gypsies, gays, unionists, Jehovah's Witnesses, the elderly, infirm, birth defected, and the handicapped. But the distinction may be lost on the tens of thousands of Iraqis who have died in the wholesale slaughter there and whose land has been carpeted with radioactive depleted uranium, which will kill for centuries to come. Bush is now operating a classic concentration camp in Guantanamo. This infamous holding center operates entirely outside the rule of law, with prisoners held without charge, without evidence, without access to attorneys, family, or the outside world. At Guantanamo, at Abu Ghraib, <coughs> and elsewhere, including the U.S. civilian prison system, the door has been opened under the Nazi world of officially sanctioned torture and systematic human degradation. The new attorney general of the U.S. has explicitly endorsed their use. Despite some phony genuflections to the contrary, Bush has renounced the Geneva Accords and has clearly stamped his most notorious Nazi trademark on a party also in love with the death penalty. Bush now holds some 2.2 million prisoners in the U.S. Gulag, the world's biggest prison population since the Nazis, both by absolute number and by percentage of the population. At least 800,000 Americans are held for victimless drug crimes, including marijuana. Thousands die each year from torture, rape, suicide, and treatable disease. The system is designed to remove from the political process and, in many cases, exterminate people of color, alternative lifestyle, and political dissidents. Is this worthy of the Nazi label? Fascism has long been clearly and simply defined as corporate control of the state with strong totalitarian, militaristic, anti-feminist, and anti-gay characteristics. Both Mussolini's fascist and Hitler's Nazis used active terror and alleged terror to grab absolute power. Ranting at Bolshevism, as the GOP now does against Islam, the Nazis used the burning of the Reichstag much as the GOP has capitalized on the terror attacks of 9-11. George W. Bush doesn't spellbind huge Goebbels mass rallies as Hitler did, but he doesn't tolerate groups that might ask embarrassing questions and has packed the nation's bloviator corps with servile panderers. Rove uses the mass media to manipulate and deceive in ways suited to the trappings of American culture, as surely as Goebbels shaped Hitler's speeches to the German Volkgeist. Bush has courted both people of color and Jews, but his far-right fundamentalist backers see all non-believers as children of Satan who must ultimately perish in a cleansing Armageddon that will allow only the chosen few into heaven. Amidst the psychotic twists of the Book of Revelations, these are people who love Israel but hate Jews and all the other unsaved. At its core, there is little to distinguish today's far-right Christian fundamentalism from Hitler's Aryan master racism. The bush Roe view of science parallels that of Stalin. The Soviets slaughtered researchers whose data failed to confirm their theories. Today's GOP demands scientists fit their findings to the Bush Rove Gospel. The Bush EPA, Fish and Wildlife Service, and other agencies routinely assault those who challenge corporate destruction of the earth. Despite the long-standing consensus on global warming, Bush's faith-based corporate-sponsored climatology insists CO2 emissions are no problem, the scientific equivalent of claiming the Nazi Holocaust never happened. Like Hitler, Bush believes he talks to and for God. He has said at least twice in public that he doesn't oppose dictatorship as long as he can be the dictator. His family has long, well-documented financial and political ties to the Nazi regime, as well as to Osama bin Laden and a long list of oil-rich Islamic fundamentalists. Senator Byrd's invocation of the Nazis to describe the Bush regime may be considered impolitic, but it's folly to avoid the important parallels. By all accounts, American democracy is hanging by a thin thread which Bush Rove is laboring mightily to cut. Senator Byrd is a conservative, uniquely learned man. When he equates Bush with Hitler, he speaks with great sadness and scholarship and must be heeded. As those W bumper stickers morph into swastikas in the killing fields of Guantanamo in Iraq, we must, at Senator Byrd's urging, revive recent history's most vital vow, never again. Themologist is suing actor Sean Connery for $30 million, claiming he is the neighbor from hell. Here to respond is Sean Connery. This is Sean Connery. 
The lawsuit filed against me by Dr. Burton Sultan is quite simply a pile of moose poop. The good doctor claims my wife and I play loud music at all hours. Perhaps the music is a tad on the voluminous side, but I'm 74 years old and basically deaf. Anyone who can't appreciate the mellifluous melodies of Metallica is a bonehead. I love the Master of Puppets album. This nosy Arab claims I have smells coming from my apartment that make him want to hurl. I say, too bad. I love to cook my cabbage and clams. He also says there are loud noises coming from my apartment. I respectfully submit that the good doctor is jealous. My wife and I like to do the bed boogaloo boogie. We enjoy the art of lovemaking and have been reading about how to make the passion last. So far, I'm up to seven minutes. Straight. I bet the good doctor can't say that. Who's the man now, dog? As for the other complaints about dripping water and rodent infestation, I say as a true New Yorker, I don't give a rat's backside if my lifestyle is making the doctor uncomfortable. As a matter of fact, I plan on having more parties, making more love, and cranking my Metallica as loud as my Bose radio can go. This is Sean Connolly saying to the good doctor, screw you. 1247 at 560 WQM. That's not too good, but it's kind of long. Right. I thought that when I played right. it once. Here's a fact that says from Jeff. Saw a bumper sticker today this morning when I went to a vote which says it all. There's a sucker born again every minute. Born again being underlined. Amen, brother. Right. Oi! I hope I'm wrong, says Jeff, but I think uh, a low turnout favors the zealous and fat-ass governor. And I, I don't, uh, don't worry about it. I think whatever we get, it's uh, going to win by a pretty good margin. Don't take it for granted, though, but that, that's my feeling. In spite of what the Sentinel's trying to poison the waters with, with that BS. Oh, many of the people, well, uh, what does that mean, you know? In other words, if you want to do like an exit poll on your website, well, what percentage are you talking about? Many. 5%, 80%, 2%, 107%? A yeah, uh, yeah, a scooch. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and singular wireless line. Too bad about my scratchy throat. It kind of like interfered with that reading of that very important couple of important stories. I did stories a fine there. job. Did I do a fine job? That's fine. Yeah. Oh, we're fine. Scratchy. Must be those all the crime at Woodbine that you know it's getting into my system. WQAM. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. I live in downtown Fort Lauderdale, and I yes. voted yes. All right. Here's one thing that's interesting, though. Uh, I vote uh, on Andrews Avenue just uh, north of Davie Boulevard. Right. And there's little placards there as I'm turning into the polling place. It says, remember the lottery, vote no. Hey, who runs the lottery? The, your governor. Exactly. Yeah, there's the lie, lying piece of crap. And, and you know, there may be... And in addition to which, this is specific. It says where the money's got to go, okay, at 30%. It, it's not like a vague and ambiguous like the lottery was. Exactly. And I was thinking there may be some additional crime if they want to call it that, because if we get an extra, say, million tourists into Florida because of this, which I guess could happen. Yeah, there might be a few more pickpockets, right? Well, th there might. We might need a few more ladies to keep the guys comfortable after they're done right. gambling. There you go. That's it. Okay. Good luck. Thanks, Pally. Oh, yeah, I'm glad he mentioned the thing about tourism, okay? Because one of the things that they were saying a couple of weeks ago that really cracks me up. Oh, and you know, this is really going to be harmful to Orlando and other parts of the state as far as their tourism is. But you know what? Screw them. It's really interesting that the same governor who's now so concerned about Dayton Broward that he spent two full days poisoning the waters and lying to the public, he was concerned a couple of weeks ago about, oh, well, the rest of the state is going to hurt their tourism. Well, screw you, Orlando. Stuff it. 
Take Mickey and Donald and stuff them both right at Mundo right. and Show. I know I wasn't born yet, but I didn't. I don't remember hearing anybody say, "Oh, you know, Disney World's going to make it unfair to those beach communities." Right. That's right. So what's good for the goose is good for the duck. Okay, Donald. Sick and tired of hearing about all oh, well, the rest of the states. Gonna, yeah, so big deal. Okay. So if more people come to town, that's all the more better. And if a lot of those people are going, I'll tell you one thing: no person in his right mind who goes and plays slots on those cruise ships to nowhere. Or goes to the Bahamas, which we haven't even discussed them, you know, in the midst of this whole thing, which they've always been virulently against, uh, you know, gambling in South Florida. Yeah, man. Uh, no, nobody's right mind is going to wind up paying the money to go there when they can go right to the uh, paramutuals and uh, have a good time. In addition to which, when you go into a real, you know, a casino where there's a lot of money, a slot casino where there's a lot of money being bet, you actually have a chance to win. <gasps> as opposed to the cruise ship where there's a minimal number of people and the machines are tighter than a snare drum and you haven't got a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, okay? But, you know, just stop and think about those things. If you want to go over to the Bahamas and be treated like dirt, go right ahead and have a good time and not have any benefit to our community from it. This is what it's all about. And you know something? Like some of a caller said, even if it was uh, 100th of what they're promising in terms of dollars and in terms of jobs, it's still better than we got now. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a Verizon and singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hi Neil, I just wanted yes, to share with you. I'm a Aventura resident. I went to precinct one eighty four this morning. Oi! <laughs> and you wouldn't believe. Uh, I asked one of the AKs next to me. I said, uh, so "What are the people in your building voting?" Oh well, we don't like the traffic as it is now. So. Uh -huh. I said, ma'am, you moved across the street from Gulfstream Park. You knew that there was traffic, but the council in Aventura has developed every last parcel of, of property. Uh -huh. And at this point, uh, it's a clear cut. Yes, victory, and Bush can fight the big one, baby. All right. See ya. Thanks a lot, Pally. Okay, Zygazun. Yeah, we don't want the traffic. Everything has to be for us and for our convenience. And let me say it again. They'd be the first people to go there and plunge your guts and have a good time and be fighting you, knocking you down to try to take your machine. That's my machine. Yeah, oh, I told her that story. Uh -huh. About that old Italian bitch that tried to knock me down that day, and then, you know, two months later, she's sitting next to me and hits a $128,000 jackpot. Uh, of all the people in there, of anybody in there to hit it, anybody else I'd have said, hey, nice going, congratulations. And when I saw those three-wheel fortunes come up on her machine, I wanted to puke all over her ugly, disgusting, nasty, smelly body. Why are so many of the Italians in Toronto, why do they smell so bad? God. Wait, wait, it's not just the, the, the Europe and the Middle Eastern, yeah. People that don't bathe a lot, you know? I know. What is that all about? Well, America the, and Japan are the only ones where bathing is really important. Yeah, people. I've noticed that. Well, I mean, here, too, generally, okay, like well, with, the, with the Canadians, yeah. eh, but, but with some of the uh, people from other, <laughs> other parts of the, the world, pond. it's not part of their culture, you know? No. Now, if I could just convince them that body wash isn't as dangerous as soap, that you're not going to drop it, maybe I can you know, convert them a little bit. No, you just drizzle it sometimes. Yeah, just smear it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going, yeah. my brother? All right, Pally. Hey, I, you know, the common link here is that the Bush mice or all these people, they don't like what radio stations play. They don't want you to listen to watch TV. Now, anything that has to do with fun, they're against. Except that is if it's correct. Disney World, which, you know, these people that are panicking about that, the type of people that go to Disney World aren't gamblers. They're all these family uh, Bible thumpers. You know, not everybody, but it's like, come on. And half the people down there well, don't know that. It used to be that until they found out that everybody at Disney World was gay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and even down here, half the people don't know who the seven paramutuals are. So, I mean, most of the, the common thing is the people that like to gamble are going to keep gambling. If they attract a few people like myself, they like to play the slots. Right. I mean, yeah, I'll go there and hang out and watch a few races. But 
I mean, it's like, why can't they just let enough be alone, these people? I mean, it's just like, there's, there's, they've always got to have this control freak power over yeah, everybody. That, that's, that, that's, that's the part and parcel of what they're all about, is telling everybody else how to live our lives. That, that's what I, they're all about. I mean, I've never seen anybody get mugged. If anything, the security is so high in Vegas. I mean, you do something wrong. I mean, you look cross-eyed, you look cross-eyed at something, they'll right. throw you out. That I mean, correct. look at the people that count cards. They're watching you. I mean, you're doing this. Hey, goodbye. Don't come back. I mean, the, the, the logic that they use about crime, and by the way, you can go to any street court down here. If you need a nickel bag or some Coke, you know, I know where to get it. So why, why aren't they concentrating yeah. on that, you know? Yeah, I heard that uh, Jeb brought Noel to town just for that purpose, to try to pacify, you know, went over some of the vote. I mean, you go down 199th Street by the stadium there. You think you don't think you can find some uh, little uh Hey, you come right up by the there? station, man. Giorgio, sorry, all the spots. Right there by they, that barber shop. They should concentrate on the illegal activity. <laughs> If that's what they really want to yeah. crack down on, and, you know, instead of worrying about what somebody, what I choose to do with my discretionary income. Amen. High school, pal. I'll see you there. Okay. God bless you, Neil. And I'll back at you. I'll pray for you. What was that? I don't know what he said, and I'm not. Uh, I don't know what he said. That, right. Well, he's done. Okay. He's a good call, and he uh, was enthusiastic and whipped up into a frenzy. And he said, "I'll see you at the barbershop at 2:30." Well, and what do we got here on our poll? Okay, we actually got a shot. And in fact, if I'd have pushed it here, but I gave up. See, that was bad. We got 799. I bet if I refresh it, we got 800 votes. No, 799. We got a, sh a, a chance to get a thousand. Not that it makes any difference, you know. Right. Just for fun, just so Josh can be embarrassed and like lying tomorrow. Say, oh, I want to look. We don't really care whether you vote or not. I think it's going to pass pretty uh, hands down your pants. Okay. Yeah, me too. But, but it's just so embarrassing the way you come on. Like, uh, you know, like it's an inconvenience to you. And the main reason being that you think you're going to get called for jury duty again. No, no. I said I already was called. I... Yeah, so, so what difference would it make voting? That, that's all the more reason you should have done it. At least get your money's worth. Plus, if you got called for jury duty so, twice in such a short period of time, you should have told him that. You should have had George get you in touch with Norma Kent. He'll call a, uh, send a thing to the court and say the man just served on jury duty. Within how, how long ago was it? About two years. No, it's about two years. What else you got to do? Lots. Keep you off the street. Let that thing heal up for crying out loud. 803 votes. I think we got a shot, you know, at 1,000. How did you or will you vote on today's slot machine referendum in Dade and, of course, beautiful... Howard! Yes, 466. No, 52. Pretty tight. Can't vote 149. Don't give a Schmidt 106. And won't vote. Look what that's got. About 30, man. You are listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively. On 560. Oh, my God. Around. And when I'm up in Boca Chica slapping all the women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balanced one to two hours. On World News Tonight, an ABC News exclusive, the secret tapes of President Bush. ABC's Jonathan Carl obtained exclusive access to the tapes. The White House says then-Governor Bush had no idea he was being recorded. Well, I, 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 you know, sometimes I mangle the English language. <laughs> Drinking Jack Daniels all the time. <laughs> I had a little too much to drink. I'm sick. Incoherent. The White House is not happy about the tapes. I believe I'm going <laughs> to... Jonathan Carl, ABC News, Washington. I'm going to read 101 at 560. WQM, we got Mo Howard, David... At 2. Mad Dog at 4. And then we got uh, UM Baseball, 655 against Pittsburgh, against the girls' team. Cronkite says Schieffer was better choice than CBS anchor. You see, Walter doesn't look a day over 120. Okay. 
I was so high on water for a long time, and then all of a sudden it comes up like, well, what's the point in doing this? You know, a cheap shot, getting a guy while he's down. Mm -hmm. Just 48 hours before, and by the way, tomorrow night's Dan Rather's last newscast on CBS for the other 10 of you who watch it, which I do every night. Just 48 hours before Dan Rather steps down under a cloud as anchor of the CBS newscast, he's helmed for 24 years. The guy he squeezed out said Rather should have been replaced years ago. After nearly a quarter of a century, Walter Cronkite landed the final punch. While Cronkite always dismissed speculation that Rising Star Rather speeded up his departure from the anchor chair, and then the rest of the, the sentence is blocked out. Uh, Cronkite, who anchored the CBS Evening News from 62 to 81, said CBS News should have been given the, uh, given the gig to Bob Schieffer years ago. Oh, brother. Bob Schieffer, he's like the Joe Zagacki of newscasting. The Joe Zagacki of journalism, plus a close Bush family personal friend, Walter. He is, to my mind, the man who, quite frankly, although Dan did a fine job, I would like to have seen him there a long time ago, Cronkite told Wolf Blitzkrieg. He would have given the others a real run for their money. Better than Dan Rather would have done, asked Blitzkrieg, appearing barely able to believe his good fortune to get such a quote out of Cronkite, because Rather was perennially in third place in the ratings behind Tom Brokaw and Peter Jennings, Blitzer added, queuing up the Cronkite kidney-punching machine. That's certainly true, and it's quite a tribute to him that CBS held on to him so long under those circumstances, Cronkite said. In a swift uppercut of the jaw, you don't often see landed with such zing by somebody his age, 148. I'm surprised quite a few people at CBS and elsewhere that, without being able to pull up the ratings beyond third in the three-man field, they tolerated his being there for so long. How do you like that? Okay. So you'd have been happier if Bob Schieffer would have, or Schieffer would have replaced rather a long time ago? Blitzer asked Cronkite to repeat, as if he were afraid to wake up and discover it was all just a wonderful dream. I would have thought so, certainly, if not Bob, somebody else. Cronkite shellacking of Rather 73 came just days after he bloodied the anchor in the latest issue of the New Yorker saying Rather always appears to be playing a newsman on the evening newscast while his counterparts at ABC and NBC appeared to actually be that. He's playing a newsman. Well, what, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, sour grapes, Walter, you old toad. Man, oh, man, what a do, 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 sour do, do, do. old fart. 824, man, we got a shot. You think we're going to do it? I think 824 can. votes on that poll. we got a hell of a shot to get to 1,000. If we get to 1,000 by 2, Josh keeps his job at the Marlins. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Can I push uh, this uh, slot machine vote? Can you I'm push in, it? Yeah, I, I'm in Orlando, and, uh, you know, I'm hoping this passes. If I could come down there and vote for it, I would. Uh, Miami's a lot closer than Biloxi, Mississippi. Drive right. for me and just unregulated uh -huh. gaming with the boats and the Indians. I've been going to Tampa Hard Rock for like 15 years. I never want anything decent over there. Yeah. Uh, now, if you go somewhere where they have a gaming commission and the machines are regulated, you got a chance because I've gone to Biloxi and done real well. And uh, if this passes, you know, I wouldn't hesitate driving to South Florida. Well, excellent. You bring a lot of money, man. Yeah. Uh, even if it didn't go to the schools, think of the economy. I mean, it's a win-win situation. Amen. But uh, can I say something here about TV? Go ahead. Hey, you know, Channel 10 with your pal Dwight Lauderdale, did you know anybody named Jackie Stosha that worked there? No. Well, you read a story on something on Week 41 of the station and about Local 6. That's an Orlando station. And it's got her and uh, the guy who used to work for CBS, uh, Mark McEwen. They do the morning news here. Yeah. Okay, have a great day, Pally. Oh, oh. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the Verizon. And what have I always said? That people in Tampa and Orlando, every time we hear from them, for, I mean, the guy's a good guy, you know, makes a good point, great. And why is it they think that we care about Tampa or Orlando, radio, TV, shortwave, Internet? I mean, why, why do we care? Do we care? No. Why do they think that? Because they're there. They care. We don't know, but we don't. 
like that crap about, oh, what a great natural rivalry between Tampa and uh, Miami. Oh, right. Give me a break. Cracker, please. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi. I wanted to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil, uh, one thing about the uh, uh, race uh, referendum. I'm up in Palm Beach. I can't vote. I wish I could. But right. the rest of the state, I don't know if people realize what a big impact uh, horse racing in Florida is with Ocala. There's a lot of breeding. Uh, that is correct. Huge industry, and it would be a shot in the arm for the local horses. I mean, they'll... Have purses with added money for Florida breads. It'll be right. great for the industry. Quality of racing in Florida will be like a big league instead of like bush league like it is now. Right, it'll they'll get some really league. good uh, purses and bring the horses in here. Right. And it'll be really good for the industry here in the Florida, which is billions of dollars. I mean, it's huge. You got it. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Pally. See, the problem with that is that other than people in the industry themselves, nobody really cares about that because most people only care about their own ox, their own horse. Mm-hmm. But it happens to be true, fantastic for the uh, people involved in that industry, in the breeding part and in the racing part and the owning part and the, all the other associated stuff that goes along with it part. See, I'm not saying that there aren't any negatives. You can always find some legitimate negative to anything. But, but in this one, the, uh, the positives outweigh the negatives by so far. I think I'm going to eat a lot of extra bacon every morning, you know what? All right. Because <clears throat> it really gives me the reps really good. Oh, yeah. They've been really good today. Bubbles. Here's some good news, by the way, speaking of good. First, it was L.A., then it was Chicago, and now it's the borough of Queens in New York City. The nation's largest retailer, Walmart, has been forcibly thrown out of the nation's three largest cities All right. due to its low wages, bad benefits, and anti-worker policies. Hallelujah! The latest ejection came February 23 when the Vernado Realty Trust decided to develop a large shopping complex in the borough, but without a 132,000-square-foot Walmart as its centerpiece. Walmart denied it had to deal with Renato, but it was contradicted by community leaders and the chairman of the New York City Council's Land Use Committee, which must approve such deals. Oh, they wouldn't lie to us, would they? We welcome Renato's decision that Walmart, uh, let me try it again, will not be part of its development in Queens, said Stuart Applebaum, president of the Retail Wholesale and Department Store Union, part of the United Food and Commercial Workers. UFCW is leading a nationwide drive to unionize Walmart and to publicize its low wages, bad benefits, labor law-breaking, and discrimination on the job. Any developer should hesitate to consider including Walmart in future plans. Walmart's detrimental impact on communities where they operate stores will continue to generate strong opposition whenever they attempt to open Apple Bomb added. How do you like that? I like it. Oh. I thought, maybe you thought, inspired. It was, thought it was rhetorical. Oh. Working families in New York simply cannot afford the high cost that comes with Walmart's promise of low prices. Walmart's low wages and benefits and their willingness to break labor laws not only hurt their own employees, but put pressure on employers who play by the rules. We expect this is not the last we've heard from Walmart in the city, and New Yorkers will be ready to protect our communities and stand up to this bully, no matter how they try to sneak in next, Applebaum warned. A Walmart spokeswoman said the million worker Arkansas headquartered behemoth still seeks a site in New York City. Well, screw them, okay? Screw you, Walmart. We hate you like poison. How do you like that? We hate you like arsenic, you obnoxious, disgusting, grave-robbing bastards, you. 846 votes. We got a shot. Not, I don't think so, huh? What do we got, 50 minutes? Yeah. For 154 votes? That's like three a minute. You think mm. that's going to happen? It's possible, but... We could do it if you put your nose to the grindstone, if you hopped on neorogers.com, if you cared enough to send your very best or worst or anything in between. How would you vote or did you vote in today's slot machine referendum? And considering the fact that we had 200 to start at 10 o'clock, because I changed the poll at 845, this should have been like falling off a log. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Right. Even though our make-believe program director and operations manager are trying to blue sky us all, oh, everything's just fine. We're just like starting, you know, uh, half the yeah, right. Right. It was a heavy Hispanic trend. Right. You, you've butchered us, man. You've pilloried us. You've hilloried us. 
847 votes. Yes, 490. No, 54. Can't vote, 158. Don't give a shit at 112. Won't vote, 33. 33 adamant bastards. Here's a fax. Greg in Coral Springs. I voted today for slot machines, and why not, he says. All the arguments advanced by those opposed to slot machines, crime, the fate of the dogs, etc., can be easily addressed by proper state enforcement of existing laws. As for the schools, the real crisis in education in the state is caused by the governor and his lockstep legislators held bent on cutting taxes without seeking new revenue sources. But let's face it, at the source of the opposition to all gambling laws in the state is the neo-Puritan, right-wing, fundamentalist Christian Republican right. Boy! It is a moral opposition that has nothing to do with any real-world facts and reality. It's nothing more than just one segment of our population judging the rest of us as morally deficient and trying to convert us to their beliefs by capturing our government and creating a new governmental theocracy, says Greg. On the lighter side, happy 29 years as the chief spokesman for sanity in our community and fooey for George for not remembering your anniversary last week. Fooey to you, George. All right. Yeah, he, he, he talked about it behind my back, though. That's right. I was about to forgive him for all his trespasses because he puts on our beloved suds, but now I'm not so sure. I'll give him a break, okay? Let him off the hook full time. Hey, it was sir. on my calendar. What do you mean by that? I looked at it. That's almost like remembering, right? It was on your colander? Yeah. You put some pasta through it? I strained it. Yeah, I bet. That's what I heard. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQM, the main man, Anthony Kelly, and Order Acceptance Capital Mortgage, knows that paying off your credit cards, lowering your debt, cutting your mortgage payments, pulling out cash, and investing in real estate, all of these... All of these things. ...things are at the top of your list. Now, Florida is one of the hottest real estate markets in the U.S., so it just doesn't make any sense at all to keep so much equity tied up in your house or pay those high interest rates. The main man is partnering with Kids in Distress, helping abused and neglected children in South Florida for 25 years, and this year his staff is donating a portion of their commission on every closed loan for this worthy cause. With six kids of his own, the main man knows how important being a parent is, so call the main man, Anthony Caliendo, at 888-483-LOAN. That's one triple eight four eight three loan. Or go to the uh, mainman.com online for your application out right on that website. No matter what your situation is, he'll find a solution for you and get the deal done right. Forget about calling anybody else in the mortgage business. Call Anthony Caliendo, the main man, tool free. It's one eight 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 four eight three loan. That's one triple eight four eight three L O A N. I don't have a clue. Remember the Iraqi celebrations as they voted for the first time January 30th? Remember those images? Voters holding their index fingers high, purple ink on the fingertips, proving they had voted. Well, now you too can feel the pride, courage, and excitement they felt with Crayola's new fingertip coloring kit. Hey, look, my fingertip is purple, and I feel so proud and courageous. Each kit comes complete with a vial of purple ink and easy-to-follow instructions. Wow, you've got a purple fingertip, too. You must be proud, courageous, and excited. Yeah, I am. Hey, and your fingertip is, is brown. Uh, yeah. Always get the two-ply. Crayola's new fingertip coloring kit. Hey, and your fingertip is, is green? Uh, yeah, I'm Paris Hilton's boyfriend. <laughs> Just nineteen ninety-five in the arts and crafts section of your favorite department store. Hey, did you see that broad that just bared her boobies there in New Zealand to protest Prince Charles? I saw the uh, the picture, but they, of course, on Yahoo, they obscured it. Right. But, yeah, she, yeah, she looked like some kind of a, a Yahoo. Open. She's from New Zealand. She was? She was, well, the picture that I saw. Get out of here. She's a, a real nasty-looking uh, down-under type. At any rate, whatever you like. I'll look at her down-under. Looks like she had big bazoombas, though. That's right. You couldn't really be sure, but... 
We got a chance, speaking of boobs. We got a shot. We got 885. We need 115 votes by 2 o'clock to get to 1,000. Just in honor of my 29th anniversary, it would be nice, wouldn't it, if these people really cared enough to, like, make the effort to take 30 seconds to go and click on a thing there and it, vote, too? It would be nice. Speaking of crooks, what did I always tell you about John McCain? Didn't I tell you he was a big phony, a big total phony? Mm-hmm. Senator John McCain pressed a cable company's case for pricing changes with regulators at the same time a tax-exempt group that he's worked with since its founding solicited 200 grand in contributions from the company. Help from McCain, who argues for ridding politics of big money, included giving the CEO of Cablevision Systems Corp. the opportunity to testify before a Senate committee, writing a letter of support to the FCC, and asking other cable companies to support so-called a la carte pricing. McCain's assistance in 2003 and 2004 was sandwiched around two donations of 100 grand each from the Cablevision of the Reform Institute, uh, the tax-exempt group that touts McCain's views and has showcased him at events since his unsuccessful 2000 presidential campaign. The group also pays 110 grand a year to McCain's chief political advisor, Rick Davis, who ran the senator's 2000 presidential campaign. Cablevision's money accounted for 15% of the Institute's fundraising in 2003, according to its most recent tax filing. How do you like that, huh? Another one on the payroll. They're all a bunch of crooks, man. They're all a bunch of whores ready to sell their ass to the highest bidder, including John McCain, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Plus, fix that uh, cheek, will you please, John? It's starting to get on my nerves. What do we got, 893? Okay. I think we're going to do it. Josh's job is hanging in the balance here. I don't want to put any pressure on him. Two of them. Three of them. <laughs> Internet job. Right. Sitting on his ass eating a free food job there. And then, of course, the Marlin job. That's the most important one. That's where the big bucks come from, right, Josh? That's right. From sitting right there holding Dave Van Boring's hand during the broadcast and patting him on the head. So, okay, now does he wear the piece during the game or does he take it off? The hair piece. Oh, I'm sorry, because I thought maybe he had like pat him on the head because he probably hears about all these terrible things I've said about him, all of which are true, how terminally boring and incompetent he is. The Marlins have just won the World Series. The World Series. You know. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you know it's true. I don't expect you to say anything. Right? <laughs> he ain't saying anything. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't expect him to say nothing. I just, I just want to, like, you know, make him think about it. You're terrible. Now, what about Roxy Bernstein? <laughs> what about him? You haven't met him yet? Nope. Now, is, is he, like, a young guy? Like, about 15, um, 20? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> so far, the, the, word, the initial word on him is he sounds just like Gildy. <laughs> like somebody sliced his nuts off at birth. Line 9, we know who that is for sure. QAM, hello. Hello. Or is there any doubt? None. WQ, I know I wasn't. It was just another nut. QAM, hello. George blows in his shows. WQAM, hello. Not there. 567-0560. Oh, Boy, you folks are having a real difficult time with it the last few weeks, I'll tell you. I understand that election put a lot of people into a deep depression in our audience especially, but you're going to have to snap out of it sooner or later. Sooner or later, man. Get with it. WQAM, hello. I just want to say I just voted yes for slots. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. I was just thinking we haven't had one lady call in. The moment I punched it up, there she was. How about that? My, my physical powers again just, just shocked the living crap out of me, man. It's amazing. I haven't thought about that all day. We had a few faxes from some ladies out there, right? Right. But she's the first lady caller we had all day, and she voted yes. 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 Keep that in mind. Yes, yes. yes. votes today. Yes. The people against it vote no tomorrow. You got till 7 o'clock tonight, by the way, to get out there and vote. And the one one great thing about it, like that Julio that called in from wherever he was, uh, you know, he, it took him like 45 seconds. The old in and out, if I can say that. Can I say it? No. The old and yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Pally. Of 
question for you. You guys played a song a long time ago, cracked me up. It was that Goldie, the Goldie song or whatever, and it was making fun of him. That, that yeah. was one of the funniest songs. Do you have that? Can you play that? Gosh. I could play it all, all day, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that'd be great, man. It's a riot. Okay, Pally. Thanks, man. Bye. See ya. Don't step on Geldy, whatever you do. Geldy, Geldy, talking on a sports show. <laughs> trying to be macho. <laughs> Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl. A little sports whole show. What else are you there for? Geldy, <laughs> Geldy, talking like a baby <laughs> who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber bands. That joke, your stroke comes. Delphi, 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 your lucky management don't care. Cause Delphi, you don't belong there on the air. And Geldy, the sports can't wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. Yes. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. Oh, Geldy, Geldy, when you're gonna grow up, you make us wanna throw up. You silly squeaky poo. Go to broadcasting school. Your prepubescent voice makes you sound like a pussy. You're a we're going to do it, baby. We're going to save Josh's all three of his jobs. How do you like that again? How do you like them apples, man? So many times we're going to like bail his ass out. You know what? Internet. That's what Muff told me. Internet passes radio for political news, says this latest survey. How do you like that? I told you, radio's in trouble, baby. That's why I got to get on that serious. I'm serious. Wouldn't that be great if we could like keep this gig and then uh, get on that thing too? It looks like that's going to happen. What's that like? Yeah, and we could actually talk to like living. Can you imagine the impact that we could actually have on like living and breathing people outside of South Florida? Not that we don't appreciate our fine and very astute <laughs> audience, but nevertheless, wouldn't that be great? It'd be great. Holy moly, man, rat man! The internet surpassed radio as a source for political news in the U.S. last year as more people went online, like NeilRogers.com, which is why we try our very best. Josh is working his ass off. To get those stories on there, the ones that I pick out, the ones about how the Israelis are busy butchering the Palestinians, those stories, right? That's right. What did I just say? Anyway, more people went online to keep up with the presidential election campaign, according to a new report released uh, over the weekend. 29% of U.S. adults used the Internet to get political news last year, according to the Pew Internet and American Life Project. That's up from 4% in 1996 and 18% in 2000. 4 to 18 to 29. It's grown uh, like topsy, man, by leaps and bounds. Television remained the dominant medium for most voters, unfortunately, but 18% said they got most of their political news from the Internet, compared with 17% who said they tuned to radio for their news. For those with a broadband connection to home, the Internet rivaled newspapers in importance. How do you like that? Thank God. Instead of that propaganda they get from the right-wing newspapers, most Internet users surveyed said they voted to re-elect uh, Republican President Bush, but supporters of John Kerry were more likely to say the Internet helped them settle on a candidate. Okay. 
Most Internet users surveyed said they voted to reelect Bush, but supporters of Kerry said they were more likely to say the Internet helped them settle on a campaign. Do you understand that? Not really, no. No. The nonpartisan Pew Internet American Life Project surveyed 2,200 U.S. adults between November 4 and November 24 of 2004 in the uh, Partridge and of last year. So there you go. The Internet is growing like crazy because more and more people are starting to search for the truth. You won't find truth on your TV news, I'll guarantee you that, whether it's Bob Schieffer or Dan Rather or Tom Brokaw or Brian Williams or frickin' Peter Jennings or any of these other, or the uh, Nazis on Fox, you can be damn sure of that, or Wolf Blitzkrieg. I love this story. Man tried to reason with attacking chimps. You see this? No. San Francisco, <clears throat> a lot of wild animals out there, man. A man who was severely mauled by two chimpanzees in an animal sanctuary last week was quickly overwhelmed when the apes attacked, his wife said, yesterday. One was at his head, one was at his foot. But all that time, he was trying to reason with them. A sobbing LaDonna Davis told ABC's Good Morning America, I couldn't do anything. He was trying to reason with the chimps. He must be watching Passions too much. He must have a thing for a patient, or what's her name? Prudence, Patience, uh, what's the uh, chimp? The orangutan, whatever her name. Precious. Precious. Now, how do you know that? From you talking about it. Holy moly, that's bad. Davis, 64, and her husband, St. James Davis. <laughs> that's what it says. Right. We're visiting Animal Haven Ranch near Bakersfield Thursday when two male chimps escaped their enclosure and attacked a couple. When we made eye contact, the charge was on, LaDonna Davis said. There was no stopping anything, and the big chimp came around from behind me, pushed me into my husband. The male came around from behind and chopped off, chopped off my thumb. My husband must have realized we were in deep trouble because he pushed me backward. At that time, they both went for him. St. James Davis, that's his name, 62, lost all the fingers from both hands, an eye, part of his nose, cheek, lips, and part of his buttocks. Rectum. In the ferocious attack, his wife said over the weekend on NBC's Today Show, she also said one of his feet was mutilated. A Kern County Sheriff's Commander also said his genitals were mauled. Lordy. St. James Davis is being treated at Loma Linda University Medical Center, where doctors were trying to keep his breathing constant, his wife said. That's all they can tell me, but I told them that he can't leave me. He has to be strong. The Davises were visiting the sanctuary to celebrate the birthday of Mo. Mo, a 39-year-old chimpanzee, was taken from their home in West Covina in L.A. suburb after biting off part of a woman's finger in 1999. They were celebrating Mo's birthday. Authorities were continuing to investigate how the two chimps named Ollie and Buddy got loose. Both were shot and killed during the attack. Test results yesterday showed the two chimps did not have rabbis. They were both going. How do you like that, huh? God, a chimp named Mo. 28 after 1 at 560. WQM, speaking of that, Mo at 2, Mad Dog at 4. <coughs> if you're in a market for a new car or truck, just don't put it off one more minute. Get yourself down to Armstrong Ford or Homestead because right now you can get behind the wheel of a new 05 Ford. If you want super low financing or cash back, Armstrong Ford or Homestead has got your deal. For a limited time, get 0% financing on a brand new Focus or F-150 Super Crew. Get 0.9% on the Escaper Crown Victoria. If you prefer cash back, how about this? How about three grand back on the Ford Freestar minivan, 4000 back on the Ford F-650 truck, or $5,000 cash back on the F-750 truck? If you're in the military, if you have a relative who's in the military, no matter if it's active duty, reservist, National Guard, or Coast Guard, Armstrong Ford Homestead is proud to offer you a military appreciation discount. Only when you buy from Armstrong Ford will you get their exclusive Tires, Parts, and Batteries for Life program, plus a free Florida Sun Pass to boot, eh? David Rich and his staff at Armstrong Ford will guarantee you the best price, and they will treat you great because being locally owned and operated, you just know they want to make you a customer for life. Armstrong Ford Homestead, they're just 20 easy minutes drive south of the 836. Check them on the web, armstrongcars.com, and then drive a few extra miles and save thousands at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. 
You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560. Get alive. Hello, Jenny. I just lost 15 pounds. Just 75 to go. How'd you know it was me? Do you call ID? Better put that better genie down. And it went Rolatini and Lasagna. Crusty Alley, baby. When am I getting my dessert? Doing Jenny Craig, cause you'll be getting round. I like to consider myself pleasantly plump. Pretty, all right. Pretty disgusting. She's got a TV show on. I was channel surfing last night about 10 o'clock, and there she was. That I watched it about a few seconds. About 30, man. And that was it. I went diving across from that. In fact, I programmed it out of my TV. Will not watch it. That is one disgusting beast. 954 votes. We got a shot. We got 27 minutes, and we need like uh, 46. What do you think? That's, that's uh, less than two a minute, right? Right. On our pool. And so far, other than the ones that don't care, don't give a schmidt, uh, won't go, uh, can't go, and just don't care generally about life. Yes, 551. No, 62. Pretty tight. Here's a fax from Deborah who says, I have to say the best thing about voting for me is it's in the First Christian Church of Fort Lauderdale. Maybe if the referendum passes, we'll set up slots in their rec room. Oh, I wonder what they're doing in the rec room. Down with the dopes, I voted yes. Love you, Deborah. Thank you very much, sweetheart. See, the women out there, they're busy voting. That's why they're not calling. They're busy out there doing their thing. Well, good. Doing something. 5670560, pound 560 on the horizon. And I wonder what, uh, how Mo the Chimp is doing, huh? <laughs> that is incredible. Is what he is. No, Mo. I learned something from that story. And what was that? If a chimp comes out, you make a fist real tight with both hands. Really? And, th- and then guard your privates. Or how about, like, run like a son of a bitch? Would well, be a yeah, idea. while you're doing that. But yeah. I had no idea they went for your fingers. Oh, they go for everything. Scary, apparently. They don't leave nothing out. Anything that's, like, hanging out. I ball. Well, I would. WQAM, hello. Hi. I, I kind of agree. A lady. Oh. oh, my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> Listen, um, uh, I'm a dog lover, so I've got to vote no on this uh, gambling. Oh. Because the greyhounds oh. are exploited, and I don't want to continue yeah. to see that happen. Well, okay, Gray, I'm very happy for you. Go adopt ten greyhounds, okay, lady? I'm so sick and tired of that crap, all right? I'm so just nauseated with that. You know, people that want to continue find, finding an excuse, call up the, P, the PETA people, all right? Maybe you can, like, a march, you can demonstrate. Once we have the slots in, which we will at all the fair mutuals, you can demonstrate. 
WQAM, hello. Neil, happy yes, anniversary. Sir. Thank you so much. Hey, um, listen, I'm going to... the audience is whipped up into a frenzy about that. <laughs> hey, I listen, I, I, I voted this morning in Fort Lauderdale, yes. And also, any yes. coalition with uh, Jeb, Jeb, old Jebediah up there saying no to slots and trying to get rid of the uh, classroom referendum? Well, it, 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 it's consistent, you know, because, I mean, this thing already passed statewide in, in November. He, exactly. you know, his devious plans he's got to subvert the will of the electorate. That's his deal. You got it, man. That's why, it's got to, that's why it's got to pass by a big margin, because, like I said before, if it passes heavy duty, uh, that puts the, the onus on him and the legislature. They can't uh, mess with it. This is true. You have a wonderful day. Thanks a lot, pal. You too. Right. 962. I think we got a shot. Yeah, like Jimmy said, we got a shot. Know what he said? Something like that. South Dakota paper probe senators linked to Jeff Gannon. Oh, no. Gannon Guckert, you know that piece of crap? I do. Keep talking about that. Bellini. I will. When the national media bothers to cover the James Guckert case at all, it generally uh, accuses, uh, or I, I, there's a letter missing here, focuses on the reporter escort's access to the White House briefings for two years, operating under an alias, Jeff Gannon, and on behalf of a clearly partisan organization, GOP USA. But there are local spinoffs as well. Yesterday, the Rapid City, South Dakota Journal examined the Guckert-Gannon links to the 2004 U.S. Senate race in that state, which sent the Democratic leader, Senator Tom Daschle, packing. Oh, he was packing. Oh, God. I hope they're not fudging about that. The newspaper's profiled reports and editor and publisher and elsewhere about Gannon's apparent links to political operatives and bloggers in the state who are credited with helping to elect John Thune to the post. According to the paper, Thune said last week that he barely knew Gannon. He said he appeared on Gannon's radio show once early in the campaign and later may have done another interview for a print piece. But Thune said his campaign didn't pay Gannon for his reporting services and didn't coordinate its campaign strategy with him, as some critics have implied. He did, however, see the value of working with a journalist with a sharp conservative philosophy, Thune admitted. As far as we knew, he was just another reporter at a conservative news organization. We talked to hundreds, if not thousands, of news sources throughout the course of the campaign. We figured if he was reaching a conservative audience, it was going to be helpful for us. But Steve Hildebrand, who was Dashiell's 2004 campaign manager, said Friday that Gannon was more manipulator than reporter in the campaign. With money from wealthy Republican sources, Gannon generated one-sided news stories. Oh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it, Miss Fudge? With money from wealthy Republican sources, another closet queen, Gannon generated one-sided news stories fed to the bloggers aimed at scuttling Dashiell rather than covering news, Hildebrand said. I believe that Jeff Gannon played a role in trying to destroy Tom Daschle, he said. He's proud of his effort to defeat Daschle. If this would have been a liberal reporter who was caught as a gay prostitute advertising himself for sex, John Thune and the far right would have been attacking him vociferously. Thune paid two local bloggers a total of 35 grand to be so-called research consultants. The blogs were a dynamic in the race that didn't exist two years ago, Thune told the journal. And there's a lot of frustration among the liberals who now have started their own blogs that this is a medium they didn't use effectively in the race. Self-hating fags, man. That's the new thing in America. Miss Fudge and Mr. Gannon Guckert, Miss uh, whatever Miss Thang, whatever your thing is, which he's uh, waving around on the internet. How do you like that? Careful where you point that. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Gay Edgar Hoover all over again, and Joe McCarthy, and David. Uh, what was his name? His boyfriend, uh, David Shine. He took a shine to him, and Roy Cohen. Uh, they're all dead, by the way. Yeah, they are. Nine seventy-eight, baby. Nine hundred and seventy-eight. That's looking pretty great in the Sunshine State. It ain't too late. You got till seven o'clock to go out and vote, in spite of that uh, dog hugging. You know, if, if I weren't a dog lover, uh, then that stuff would hold some water with me. Mm -hmm. But you know what a big dog lover I of am. Of course. But you know, you can carry anything to an extreme. You can talk about like the whole horse racing industry. All other horses, you know, they break their legs or they they break down and they have to be put down. You know, people cross the street and get hit by Mack trucks every day too. That doesn't mean we're going to stop crossing the street. Okay. 
Jesus, K, Christ, all these goody two-shoes who want to bring everything to a halt, anything we might enjoy, anything that might be fun, anything that might be recreational, will find some cockamamie excuse. Oh, no, can't do that. Just the negatory people. She sounded a little bit too young to be one of those professional... She must be uh, in training, you know, a negative bitch in all training in the IT. people are a young crowd, don't you know? Yeah. 20 till 2 at 560 WQM. When you shop for quality footwear, there's one store that everybody's going to love, and that's Brandy's and Pompano Beach. That's why they've been around so long. Randy's has been around, it seems like, forever while the other shoe stores have come and gone. And that's because they give you an unbeatable combination. First of all, knowledgeable sales holes who give you personal, friendly service to make sure you get a perfect fit every time. Secondly, always unbeatable prices with special deals going on every week. And thirdly, the best selection of men's and women's shoes, top name brands in the universe. They got them all. They got Floorsheim, Rockports, SAS, Ferry, Timberland, Naturalizer, and a lot more, too. Brandy's is open every day, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 9, every Sunday, 10 to 5, and you'll find Brandy's in the same great joint. They've been doing it for years, 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Come into Brandy's this week for a special savings on Pro Walkers. They're only 4890 this week, and also this week, take 20% off on all great SAS styles, too. So be sure to get your ass into Brandy's this week or do your shopping online at brandyshoes.com. You're listening to Neil Rogers, exclusively on is Talon Hughes with Jeff Gannon, the White House Press Corps' most trusted name in journalism. Hi, Jeff Gannon here with your top or bottom of the hour right-wing brown eye lowdown. Christians rejoice. It's rapture mania. Fearless leader Bush says in a White House memo written by Andrew Card that God spoke to him last night about the rapture. After reassuring fearless leader that it won't matter how bad things get, we're all going to die anyway. He added that after taking a closer look at fat, pasty, redneck Christian morons, he decided to leave their clothes on when the rapture come. And now, these words from the front page of my website. Attention Christian Republican men. Are you looking for a Marine? Now you can bang the Bible. And me. Check my website for appointment availability on jeffgannonmailhooker.com. Take me as I am, or for less than a fistful of dollars more, I can satisfy most fetishes, including reading passages from Bill O'Reilly's latest sex novels while dressed as a Catholic schoolgirl. If you long to feel close closer to God by saying, oh God, that's good. Let Jeff Gannon erect a steeple on your church. Guess what? What? Here's Johnny. Guess who had a bad fall and was hospitalized for mild concussion after a fall in his home? hey Ed McMahon. You are correct, sir. Johnny Carson's former sidekick, Ed McMahon, rock solid, was hospitalized after a fall in his Beverly Hills. <laughs> after a fall in his Beverly Hills home, left him with a mild concussion, a gash in his head that required stitches. His publicist said yesterday. Oh no! Here's Eddie. Get up, Ed! Come on, you drunk. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's why he fell down. You think? Mr. McMahon's prognosis is excellent. He's expected to be released from the hospital in the next few days, said spokeswoman Susan Dubow. The name of the L.A. area hospital wasn't disclosed. McMahon, who turned 82 on Sunday, tripped and fell Friday afternoon. I wonder why. Bob is having some uh, scar tissue removed from his heart. It's a uh, routine procedure. He'll be fine, Bubba. Okay? Oh, we're fine. They had to make a big simus about it on uh, CNN because there ain't nothing else going on. Just a bunch of dead people in Iraq and stuff like that. You know, same old crap. Ah, old stuff. We got our 1,000 votes plus. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. We, we did it. That, that was easy, like falling off a log, you know? Like Fat Boy falling off we a log. We did it! 
1,005 already, and we still got like 14 minutes. So what's not to like, right? Right. So I think in honor of that, in honor of uh, Johnny, let's just play this the rest of the show. What do you say? Oh, yeah. Here's Johnny. WQAM, hello. Although maybe we'll hear from some more animal lovers before the end of the show. QAM, hello. Uh, coincidentally, I have an animal lover call. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the opposite view, that if the uh, dog tracks and horse tracks are making a fortune on the slots, that they'll probably cut down on the races. That's a good point. In fact, that was one of the things the dog uh, tracks said, that they would have to race the dogs a hell of a lot less because the purses will be increased so much. Oh, yeah. if, if everyone's going to the slots, the, the people going to the dogs are going to be even less. So they may even, who knows, no, no, maybe even cut out the dogs. That, what they're saying is the dogs would have to race a lot less also because the purse money will be increased so much. See? Yeah, so I would be both. surprised if they even phased it out just in, in, in place of just having all slots. There you go. So they're, they're taking the wrong tack, thinking that it's bad for the dogs. If anything, it helps the animal. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Excellent okay. job. And here's Johnny. WQAM, hello. QAM. How about F you very much, Mr. Bush? <laughs> okay. Haven't played that in a long time. That's a good one. Let's play that. Right. We will. Trust me, it's coming. WQAM, hello. Neil, it seems a lot of people are showing up. I even saw uh, at the polls Chief Brodom. Chief Scrotum? Yeah, okay. What, is it, what does that mean? I think it was supposed to be funny. Who's Chief Brodom? I don't know. Chief Scrotum? I, I WQAM, guess. hello. Hey, Uncle Neil, how's it going? Okay, Pally. Good, good. Just got done voting yes. Yeah. And over Pembroke Pines, out west of 75 there. And, and how yeah. was it going there, man? How was a big well, crowd? They told me, yeah, real big. I was the big crowd of one. But good. the guy did tell me that they had a better show up uh, than he expected. So that was good to hear. Yeah. Hopefully they're all yes, or most of them are yes. But about that lady that called, mm -hmm. I was thinking, how about a cage match? Let's get the real Mo. Let's get Mo the monkey. Do, 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 do. Let's get her and the little doggy <laughs> and a little fight to the death. Okay. Thanks a lot, Bill. Thanks, Pally. The more I think about it, the more I like it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I love the way he does that, don't you? He doesn't do that. Don't forget, Mo. That's right, he doesn't do it. It's just our, well, it's our Mo that does that. There's a whole bunch of different Mo's. Oh, speaking of Mo's. Arnold Schwarzenegger wants to ban on school junk food. First of all, he wants to ban steroids from baseball, which I think is <laughs> most amusing. That would be like Greg Reed banning incompetence from radio management. And Arnold wants steroids banned in baseball, you know, who admits to have taken more steroids than Carter's got pills. Now, Arnold wants to pump up his state students with vegetables, fresh fruits, and milk. Pump it up, baby. First of all, we in California this year introducing legislation that would ban all the sale of junk food in the schools, he said, during a Q&A uh, session with fans on the far, final day of the Arnold Classic, the annual bodybuilding contest that bears his name. Sounds kind of uh, gay to me. He said junk food would be pulled from school vending machines in favor of healthier foods, including fruits and vegetables. And, of course, in California, they'll have no shortage of fruits. Oh, speaking of that, how's Mark Foley doing? And, by the way, did I talk about the fact that uh, Charlie Christ Christ called in the Tampa radio station. I think we had that story, didn't we, a few weeks ago? Yeah. To deny the fact that he's... Uh, gay, gay. Huh? It's not a rumor, Charlie. It's a fact, okay? Mark Foley, representative from West Palm Beach, who's one of the silliest flamers who ever came down to Pike, and Charlie Crist, your attorney general, who's talking about running for governor. Wouldn't it be something if we had Charlie Crist, we had a gay governor, and then you get Condoleezza running against Swillery, huh? Oh, please. I think it's part of that homosexual agenda, if you ask me. 
567 Why do you keep saying, oh, please? Now, of course, if it's Hillary and, and Condoleezza, listen to me. You yeah. say either cracker, please, or if you're thinking right. about Hillary, or bitch. 151 at 560 WQAI. I mean, he fell down. What a surprise, huh? Of all the people you'd expect to fall down, he might be the one. I think God was punishing him, and of course, look what happened to Dick Clark, both of that uh, publisher's clearing a house, whatever that sweepstakes crap is. Right. All that phony baloney crap. Oh, you just won $80 billion if you subscribe to these 500 magazines. Not. Look at that, 1,044 votes. You can rest easy, Josh. Your jobs are all secure. Well, thank the Un Lord. Until the next time. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll give him a little hiatus in there, okay? We'll give him like a little grace period. Josh Cordes is going to go out and vote today. He just doesn't want to go on, he doesn't want to go on record as doing it. He's afraid right. it might piss off the Marlins organization. Not to mention the dog lovers. Right. That, that's right. He doesn't want to pee off the dog. Now, do you have a dog? Oh, you don't have a dog, do you? I do. Do you? In, in your place? Well, I'd be living at... Uh, back at home right now, but uh, right. And what kind of a dog is it? I have a pit bull. I beg your pardon. It's a very tame, you know. It's all in the owner. It's very small. It's a runt. Oh, it's a what? It's a runt. Don't say it again. A thousand and forty-five. Are you talking about that woman that called in the dog lover? Did you make a comment about her? I can't believe I have you. No said idea that. how big she is. Well, we had thought we saved your job, but guess what? Thousand and forty-four votes. How did you or will you vote on today's slot machine machine referendum? Yes. 610. You got till 7 o'clock, by the way, okay? Oh! Don't let these crazy goyim turn, keep South Florida in the dark ages, okay? Please, please. In honor of my 29th anniversary on here, go out and vote yes 29 times. 1,049 votes, 610 yes, only 70 no, can't vote 193, don't give a shit at 133, and 43 slackers who just won't vote just because they're lazy and shiftless and a pile of crap. Anyway, we got Mo coming up next. And Mad Dog is full. Bye, bye, bye.